Don't ever laugh as a hearse goes by, for you may be the next to die. They wrap you up in bloody sheets to drop you six feet on Tonight, on the Midnight Train Podcast, we're heading to space. We're taking the train to the world of WOW. Yes, the wonderful women of wrestling. Just kidding. That would be cool as shit though. But seriously, we're diving into the WOW signal. Where did it come from? Let's find out. Listener discretion is advised. Let's get fucking nerdy. The worms play pinnacle on your snout. They eat your eyes. They eat your nose. As you begin to decompose. A slimy beetle with demon's eyes. Choose through your stomach and out your sides. Your stomach turns rancid grease. And pus pours out like milk. Hello, passengers, and welcome to the Midnight Train Podcast, where we bring the dark to light. (laughs) Fuck you. We make fun of a joke about creepy shit while bringing you as much information on each topic as possible. I am your host, the conductor of the cryptic, Jonathan Sayer, and with me as always... It's my co-host, Mr. Moody, who didn't that, give me an applause today. Me, no applauses. No today. applauses? Not today. Because we're in space. Yeah. Nothing makes noise. In space, no one can hear you applause. <laughs> <laughs> and with us, of course, we have Logan on the computer over here. Logan, how are you today, buddy? Yeah, you know, live and kicking. Good, good. And with us again, special guest. Yeah. It's Riley. Yeah. Hi, guys. You know what he Hi. gets? He gets that. Oh, that's the only intro we're getting today. Awesome. Well, welcome to the show if you're new. And if you're not, welcome back. You beautiful bunch of dark passengers know that we're just a couple of musicians and assholes that love history and cannot get enough of the mysterious. We want you all to know how much it means to us that you're listening to us at this very moment. Your reviews and support really do make all the hard work worthwhile. In saying that, please stop on over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening right now and give us a five-star review. Five stars. That'd be great, dude. Wouldn't it be awesome? Yeah, we've been getting more. We've been getting more reviews and, and, and ratings. So. That's awesome. Yeah, we've been getting a it's lot good. of, we've been getting some Twitter feedback lately. I like yeah, that because I have yeah. no idea how to use fucking Twitter. So. We got we got uh, that girl from Sweden that's been talking to she's us. She's awesome, That's great. Yeah, she's awesome. Those and pictures she sent of those creepy fucking art things yeah, or whatever. Yeah, it's pretty are. cool. That's awesome, dude. By the way, it took me 20 minutes to read a message <clears throat> in Twitter. Nice. I actually went to Instagram. I had no idea what the hell I was doing. Not even. I'm not even kidding. About also, that. I would like to point out that that other gentleman sent us a message saying that not everybody from New Zealand is a pussy. <laughs> that is true. He did say that. He did. Sorry, guy. <laughs> Sorry about that. But yeah, head on over to wherever it is you're listening, and if you can give us a five star review, that'd be absolutely awesome. Um, Join you know, us. Have fun can, with us. You can say whatever you want, and you know, whatever it doesn't yeah. matter. You can just say hi. Or tell us where you're from. That'd be cool. Yeah. I'd like to know where everyone's listening from. So that'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you can also find us on Spotify, iHeartRadio, and all kinds of other different listening apps. Uh, Just type in the Midnight Train podcast in their search bar and uh, click the follow button. You'll then get each episode as they are released. Yeah. And Patreon subscribers will be getting, uh, you guys are going to be getting a a lot of bonuses coming up here. Yeah, Um, yeah, yeah. We've got one on uh, Cotton Mathers. Yeah, that one's coming. And then uh, got another one on the Devil's Bible, the Devil's Bible, which we touched on in last week's episode, yeah. right? And speaking of this past week, yesterday we dropped the interview, fuck yeah, dude, with Andy from Joplin, Missouri. Yep, and that was awesome. If you guys haven't listened to that yet, man, go check it out. Yeah, that was super cool. Like, if you guys get a chance, and like, not even get a chance, just fucking do it. Go listen to yeah, it. Yeah, it's awesome. even if you're like, you know what. 
I guess I'll give these guys another fucking chance. Listen to that because it's, 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 I don't know, man. I thought it was remarkable. Just yeah, it was story. crazy. It was great. Yeah. And again, Andy, I know you're out there listening. So thank you again for doing the interview with us. It was super yeah, absolutely. cool. Yeah. Much love. Yeah, it was awesome. Also, if you want those bonuses and you want to just show how cool you are, just go on over to patreon.com forward slash the Midnight Train Podcast or head over to the Midnight Train Podcast.com and click on that little Patreon button right on the very top of the page. It's little. It says Patreon. You know, you can do that. Yeah. It's a little un piquito, right? also pick up some merchandise we just dropped the ed vane (laughs) t-shirt which is so fucking ridiculous um um, it's just (laughs) dumb it's dumb as hell we should have a picture posted up for the video right now so people can see that for sure if you can go to yeah just go to the the website it'll show that i want people to see that shirt because you have to get it it's fucking great especially if you're watching this on youtube right now speaking of we are on youtube you know, we're going to be, we're working things and, and things and whatever out. We recorded one last week, but I thought it was too fucking boring because all it was was us just sitting here. We figured that you guys deserve to see how fucking ugly we really are. It it adds to the horror of our shows. <laughs> <laughs> we are a horror podcast. Just look at our faces. That's what I'm saying. Man. So yeah, make sure you're following us over on YouTube as well. And a lot of you, you guys know our Facebook page is fucking so much fun. Chock full of goodness. It's awesome. Are you showing the picture right now? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. It's amazing. You guys see that? It's so good. The vein short sleeve. <laughs> but you know what I did with it though? Is I put a big rooster in the background because Ed Vane or Ed Gain was a cock. Yeah. He was. <laughs> He's a piece of shit so anyway now he's a uh in a dick costume so fucking perfect <laughs> so anyway go to our uh, official facebook group page sign up over there it's super super fun and do not forget about our movie quote drinking game yeah every time we happen to yes. naturally quote a movie it's time for you to take a drink yeah, we, we don't try to shoehorn them in but that's just what we do we live our life through movie quotes right so that's pretty much if what you hear do. one you gotta drink up yeah I'm pretty sure everyone's going to be drunk by the end of this episode then, right? Yeah, well, uh, one, one, <laughs> one listener actually said that uh, she counted, like, I don't know how many times it was. Oh, a lot. And she was like, I'm fucking hammered. <laughs> it's so good. Perfect. So do the Perfect. drinking game as long as you can. Obviously, don't do it in your car. Definitely do it at work, though. Do it at work. Definitely do it at work. Right. It'll make the that's, day go by. That's fine. It will. Right. Get your, you know, and if your boss gets mad at you, get him in on it. Be right. like, dude, just come here. Yeah, I'm, I'm telling you, it's a good time. It's a good the time. whole office on it, man. It's a good yeah, time. Yeah, dude. It is. Casual it is. Friday is like a motherfucker. I, yeah. I, in fact, I'm uh, drinking some uh, local market garden today. I see you guys. You guys are looking at us right now. So there you go. Market garden, good shit. <sighs> and of course, <laughs> he leafy mm-hmm. for the moody. That's right, baby. All right. So let's turn down the <laughs> lights, adjust our seats, All right. grab a drink. Got it. And let's get spooky. But first, here is a toast to all you amazingly beautiful dark motherfuckers. Oh, thanks. Mine's already open. (laughs) Cheers, fellas, and cheers to all you listeners. I opened another one just for this. (laughs) Nice. We're getting spacey today. That's tough. Pretty bad. That's not bad. It's pretty tough. I like that. Yeah, it's not bad. I like that. Yeah, it's not bad. It's definitely spicy, yeah, bro. It's spicy. Bro. <laughs> so, listen. <laughs> Today we take a little break yeah. from all the murder, the witches, the ghosts, the creepy places. What's the fucking fun in that, John? 
well, just keep listening. Okay. <laughs> and of course, all the other horror to bring you an episode that's on the lighter side, but still could oh. be rooted in creepiness. Ooh. We are going to take a look at the wow signal. Yeah. What is it? I don't know. Where did it come from? Uh, I have no idea. Is Owen Wilson involved? Possibly. I need a dun dun in that. I have to have uh, it. I'm sorry. It this one? You got to start pressing nope. buttons. Oh! <laughs> there it is. I found it. I'm going to give that to Riley. You shut, you shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> We're going back to the old days. Yeah. You, well, touch, hopefully... you touch my buttons, I'll fuck you up, bro. Uh, he's lying. He likes when you touch his buttons. Different buttons. Oh, sorry. Well, hopefully we'll find out. Maybe not, but who knows, you know? <laughs> So some of you have the heard of the episode <laughs> <laughs> because well things happen maybe possibly <laughs> maybe some of you have heard of the wow signal and you may know a little bit about it already hopefully we can give you guys you know some more insight today uh, the story starts back in 1959 when two Cornell University physicists Philip Morrison who was a professor of physics at the Massachusetts Institute of Technology it's MIT for all you people that met met. Meet, meet. That's where all them <laughs> smart folk go. Yeah, that's, yeah you, that's for sure. He is known for his work on the Manhattan Project during World War II and for Ooh. his later work in quantum physics, nuclear physics, and high-energy astrophysics. All those shit that all I don't the, understand. Those are all the things that I studied. Is it? Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, awesome. Yeah, I'm... Uh... I'm lying. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and his partner, Giuseppe Cacconi, or Cacconi, it's two C's, so I'm not sure if it's a ch sound or a c I'm going to say Cacconi. Just that, like, totally changes, like, his, his uh, background. Cacconi <laughs> sounds Italian, and then he changes to Cacconi. It sounds like fucking, he's either Spanish or Italian. Well, he was an Italian physicist. Ah, there we go. Who was director of the Proton Synchrotron at CERN in Geneva. Oh. He is known for his work in particle physics and for his involvement with SETI. And we'll be talking about SETI coming up here. These two nerds speculated that there might be a specific radio frequency that an intelligent extraterrestrial life Ooh. would use if they were trying to make contact. That frequency... Is fourteen twenty one thousand four hundred and twenty megahertz. Not to be confused with four twenty. That's the frequency Moody listens on. Moody likes that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a real low key. Yeah. So the frequency was chosen for a particular reason. It is the same frequency naturally emitted by hydrogen. Wow. I knew that. Were you gonna? Yeah, See? I was gonna. I was right. gonna ask you before, but I was yeah. letting you finish because I didn't want to steal your thunder. So if you guys didn't know, um, yeah, hydrogen has a, a frequency. Yeah. Everything's got a frequency, Every bro. No. You? Not Kenneth. Oh. No, he does. We just don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> What's the frequency, Kenneth? Sorry. Now, if you're up on your elements, you know hydrogen is the most common element in the universe. That's what they say. It stands to reason, therefore, that hydrogen and thus its frequency would be familiar to any intelligent civilizations in the universe. Kind of makes sense. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh, it makes sense to me. Yeah. If it's, if it's everywhere... And they're intelligent, and we're. And that just goes to show you, if you didn't know, all of you listening out there, if you didn't know that hydrogen was the most common element, that means that you are not intelligent. <laughs> <laughs> you probably insulted half of our listeners. They're probably all going, "Really? <laughs> no, you guys know that you're smart. That's why you yeah, listen to this way, fucking show." If they, I was say, if they weren't smart, they wouldn't be listening. Yes, and of course, these episodes can be a little bit. These nerdy episodes can oh, be yeah. a little bit much for some people um i'm not going to mention any names but try to keep it light and fun but his name rhymes with uh mef uchko <laughs> also the other one that rhymes with chainsaw <laughs> uh, that's awesome. so then between 1965 and 1971 the ohio state university radio observatory carried out the ohio sky survey data was collected using the big ear radio telescope 
Is that where the fucking band got his name from? I would assume so. Those fucks. Yeah. Way to go, Vinny. <laughs> Not good dudes. No, that makes it even better for me. Actually. Yeah, yeah. I think that's way cooler. No, it is super cool. The observatory was a Krauss type um, after its inventor, John D. Krauss, radio telescope. Okay? Yeah, of course. It's a Krauss. Yeah. Krauss. Did he have a mustache? I don't know, but as he did, <laughs> did, they, did it have a mustache? The telescope had a mustache. It yes. definitely has a mustache. <laughs> it is like, where's the noise coming from? <laughs> oh, it's right here. <laughs> Maybe it's emitting from a mustache. <laughs> so the observatory was part of the Ohio State University's search for extraterrestrial intelligence. That's SETI. S-E-T-I. SETI. Not to be confused with Yeti. Correct. Which is what I'm always searching for. Correct. Right. Wait, yes. By the way, did you post that picture from that Curiosity Place today? That wasn't me. Who posted that? It was a mate. I don't know. Some. Uh, it was, it was a, a female listener. I can't think of her name. Oh, really? Um can't think of who it was. So, but yeah, it wasn't so me. I just off it, topic real quick. So me. what they're doing is they're taking... Um, <laughs> it's phenomenal. They're taking white tail um, deer asses oh, no. and turning them into Sasquatches. Sasquatches. And they're called Assquatches. That's awesome. Like, this it's is what upside down. This is what you're see missing if, you can if find you're one in the group forum. Yeah, see if you can find one up there. It's in the group forum. She posted a picture. It's phenomenal. It's ridiculous. That's it's, why you guys need to join I think, forum. honestly, we shouldn't even show it. They should have to come to us to see it. Ooh. Ooh. Okay, I like it. Yeah, don't show it. Yeah, never mind. Yeah. 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 Come, yeah. come to our oh, Facebook. Fun. Yeah, there you go. Come to the Facebook page if you want to see the Assquatch. So construction of the Big Ear began in 1956 and was completed in 1961, and it was finally turned on for the first time in 1963, probably watching porn or something, I would assume, right? What? Huh? It was turned on. <sighs> no, back then, dude, it was probably just like a Victoria's Secret magazine. They didn't have Victoria. It was like a J.C. Penney catalog. Oh, the Sears catalog, 1963, dude. there was definitely... Yeah, what's that? When did they were probably when big... Did... There wasn't two Kinemax back Playboy then. Playboy was around and shit. Playboy was around. In the 60s? Yeah. 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 Oh, shit. Hef's like 170 years old. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he was. So the survey was primarily at a radio frequency of 1,415 megahertz, but data was also collected and evaluated at 2,650 megahertz and 612 megahertz. Mm, yeah. Of course. Only one channel or band of frequencies was sampled for each frequency. The antenna was oriented to one de uh, declination of time. So uh, a declination, so as to get the nerd stuff out of here, is the angular distance of a point north or south of the celestial equator. No shit. <laughs> yeah, that made it better for me. Thanks. I understand what you're talking about. Well, because I kept reading uh, declination and I'm like, decline? Like you're going to uh, decline something? You know, right. I'm no, like, I that, you. I can't, that can't be right. No. So I went and looked at it and it's yeah. basically, it's a point north or south, south of yeah. the So that equator. your starting point yeah. is the equator and the, the declination is mm -hmm. this or this. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. Sense. Yeah. And as the sky drifted past the meridian field of view, radio energy from that area was received and detected. Oh. Signal power was plotted on an analog chart recorder and also digitized and recorded on magnetic tape for later processing. A given declination was observed for a number of days before the telescope was moved to another declination in a system, system, <laughs> systemic, systematic fashion, not systemic. So is, is a declination just like an, yeah. like just an area where they're aiming at? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's just yeah, a, but, it's a so point. The, it's, it's, they take the starting point as the equator. Like like zero. And a declination of like plus one would be like one degree from the equator. A declination okay. Of, oh, okay. It's, right. yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's just yeah. like the angle they're looking at in the sky. Right. It's, it's the, the angle of the dangle. Oh. It's reversely proportional. Oh, oh. Good job, buddy. Good job. Oh. Good job. <laughs> like father, like son. Yeah, apple, apple tree, apple motherfucker. Tree. <laughs> I'm going home. <laughs> so the area is going with you. Yeah. So the area survey was from uh, declination 63 degrees north 
to 36 degrees south with a resolution at 1,415 megahertz of roughly 40 arc minutes and declination by 10 arc minutes in right ascension. Oh, yeah? But did it complete the Kessel Run in 12 parsecs? <laughs> Someone's always got to put a fucking Star Wars <laughs> <laughs> so basically, if you're looking, all right, so if this is the equator right here and they went 60 degrees north and, and 36 degrees south, you're a little bit this way here, resolution is going to be your frequency, right? For all you radio listeners, you, you have no idea what's going on. Yeah, I'm talking on. to the video guys right now. Yeah. <laughs> the and smart ones. The declination by 10 arc minutes, I would assume that like for 10 minutes, they're actually yeah. gauging that whole thing, mm -hmm. right? Are you sure it's not sure. like 10 minutes like on a clock, like trying to like show like the... Or it's the longitudinal, yeah. latitudinal. There's so many. Didn't you questions. fucking go to college, dude? Yeah, I went for astrophysics, Moody. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't do that. So over the course of the survey, 19,620 sources at 1,415 megahertz were identified. That's a lot of sources. That's a lot. Of which 60% were previously uncatalogued. Oh, so they, they were finding all kinds of new they're, shit. They're getting all kinds of new yeah. signals and new sounds and yeah, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. <clears throat> so some of the objects first identified by the Ohio survey included quasars, objects of intense radiation Ooh. and power at the edge of the then known universe. <laughs> okay, nope, no. Shit. No. You got to perfect that before you can. Yeah, do it. I'm telling you, let's just record. <laughs> like that? No. That was really good. That, that was actually, bad. That wasn't yeah, that bad. Wasn't too bad. That wasn't, for now on, I'm just gonna look at you when I want yes. that done. Right. As like a as like a back like a set of like reference. There's things in space make radio frequencies, right? So like they knew. Yeah, that some well, of that it's stuff like was hydrogen. There. Everything's got yeah. a frequency. Yeah. Right, right. So, so they like knew background they, radiation. They, they knew stuff. some of it, yeah. and then they found. 60% of what they found was actually new to that they didn't know. Right, gotcha. was out there, yeah. I'm just right. trying to keep it lame. Such as quasars, yeah. obviously. Oh, yes. I love me a good quasar. Who doesn't? Right, right. Delicious. Is that a candy bar? No. Oh. Is that a sandwich? That's a Milky Way. It is way. a sandwich. Oh. That's a Milky Way. Ha <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. The archive data subsequently permitted these and other sources to be reviewed over several, several years of observations. Later, the Loeb's survey used most of the same apparatus as the Ohio survey and was able to automatically determine and verify the sources first charted by the Ohio survey. So they could actually go back and find the ones find they actually the ones did, they did yeah. and say, okay, we know what these are because... So, yeah, like, basically, they, they said this was here where they went back and looked at it, and it's still there, so we know that that's right. It's not so much here or here. <laughs> Here's just right. But right here. Good God, son. What happened to your face? <laughs> <laughs> that's one. Drink up. <laughs> no, that's actually two. Uh, yeah, I guess that's that would be two. Star Wars one, yeah. Double chug. All right, sorry. I got to take a drink now. To you guys. Cheers. Cheers, fuckface. Yeah, my goal is to get every listener shit face this game. This game. This game. This game. It might as well yeah, be a game. Yeah, this yeah, it's, it's, it is. Yeah. it's not a podcast anymore. It's a game. Welcome to the drinking game. That's an excuse. We're here to get you fucked up on a Tuesday. After the Ohio Sky survey, Big Ear was put to use for Ohio State's SETI research program. Again, that's the you know extraterrestrial intelligence thing that they're looking for. And it's a collective term for scientific searches for intelligent extraterrestrial life. For example, monitoring uh, electromagnetic radiation for signs of transmissions from civilizations on other planets. Right? Right. We got that. So there's, they're literally out there specifically to go. There is a there's lot. somebody out there. There's a lot under the umbrella of SETI. Yeah. A lot. Now, I don't know if this is going to get brought up later. Probably. So it, shut up. Oh. Are we going to talk about the recent. Just went right past FB, that. The recent FBI. And like the United States government, like pretty much admitting 
We'll no, talk about no, that, that later. That's, just, that's not part of this. But yeah, we but can, we will. We can I'm sure always, that's going to come up. We'll, right? we'll we will. Um, and, okay, I guess I'll go ahead and just throw it out there now. Yeah. But uh, coming up here in a couple weeks, we're going to have a special guest on here, and uh, Ooh, Jeff Butchko is going to come yeah, back on, buddy. and we're going to be talking about the. Going to do the fucking. Yeah, we're going to uh, we're going to partake in yeah. some herbal sustenance. Yes. <laughs> and we're going so to discuss happy. all things alien. <laughs> Oh, more, yeah. more specifically, oh. the uh, what is it called? The one over in um, the, the 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 forest incident. Rendlesham Forest. Yes, we're going to be talking. Oh, that's, that's our that's so our main good. thing is the Rendlesham Forest incident. Fuck incident. Yes, that's like my favorite one. And Jeff, Jeff wanted to come back in. And if you if you're new to the show, Jeff was a former uh, co-host of the show. He was the co-founder. Co-founder of the show, of the show and uh, he wanted to come back. I and, fired him. Yeah. <laughs> That's not, that's not true at all. Please don't think that. That's not true. <laughs> Jeff right now. So, fuck you, Moody. You can't fire me. I quit. <laughs> so, anyway, yeah, we'll be doing that coming up. So, yes, talking about that, uh, Riley, with the yeah. new uh, FBI yeah, releasing stuff, which cool. supposedly is supposed to be coming out here in the first couple weeks of yeah. June, right? You know they're not going to give us anything good, though. I know. It's going to be like, we saw something. All black ink. No idea what it is. It's all going to be like erased and shit. Yeah, yeah. Re redacted. Wait, redacted. I thought that was a highlighter though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so now we are already getting kind of nerdy, so we are not going to get into the history of SETI. Yeah, there's, like I said, there's a lot under the umbrella of SETI. Like we could do a whole episode just right. on and all exactly the people... what it is and what it entails. Yeah. All the people involved. Yeah, it seems pretty in depth. Yeah. And of course, all the people that were involved throughout the years, it would basically be its own big nerdy episode. It's pretty awesome and interesting to get into if you've got the time to get into it. Um, actually, sounds like a pretty awesome Patreon bonus episode. Possibly, we could get into that. Yeah, I think that'd be fun. But for now, the basic description is all you need. People looking for intelligent life throughout the universe because, well, there isn't a whole lot here on Earth. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right here in this room. Yeah, just, oh, yeah. That's terrifying. And, and listening to this podcast. That's right. Brain trust, motherfuckers. That's right, buddy. That's right. I love it. <laughs> the Ohio State SETI program lasted from 1973 to 1995. It made the 1995 Guinness Book of World Records for the longest running SETI program. Nice. It was during this 22-year run that WOW, the, oh, excuse me, the WOW Signum, Signum? Signal <laughs> came into. Guy, Sorry, guys, my mouth is starting. Listen, you guys know how it goes. The more I drink, the better I sound, right? You've had half a can of beer. <laughs> no, I had one and a half. That's water. That's yeah, you're right. All right. So anyway, the 22-year run that the Wild Signal came into being, and so with that history out of the way, let's get to the signal itself. Let's. There's going to be some sciency stuff, so get ready to get your nerd on. Ding 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 ding. <laughs> In this corner. <laughs> <laughs> so, we actually happen to have. Yeah? What do you got? The wow signal. <laughs> for people was that to like hear. A dramatic pause. Yeah, for that, was my, that was my dramatic <laughs> we pause. We have. He's like, yeah, what do you got? That's it, me. That's me when I text my kids all the time. It's all the dots. Dude, I, what is that about? <laughs> I don't man? know. You scare the fuck out of me. <laughs> like, he's like, hey, I have a question. Dot, dot, dot. I'm like, oh, fuck, what? He's like, can you hold the lawn later? I'm like, why? Why the suspense, man? <laughs> There's something I really need to tell yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, dot, 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 dot. How's your day going? <laughs> dot, dot, dot. I don't know. Dramatic pause, I guess, right? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. This whole life so what do we have? Pause. Well, we have the wow signal. Like the actual sound? The actual wow oh, signal. So if you want to be favorite, are we turned up up there? Uh, we are now. All right. So I had to dig deep for this. Yeah? Like super, 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 super freaking deep on this. Really? So listen, Patreon.com. You, you found it? Oh, yeah. 
Patreon.com forward slash the Midnight Train Podcast. I mean, it's it's a long, it's like 72 seconds, right? Uh, yeah. A little, was the original yeah, yeah, right segment? around. Right oh, okay. Around. All, All right. right. You ready? We got the whole thing? Yeah. All right. Let's All hear right. It. Here we go. Let's hear it. Wow. 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 That's a good message. Wow. Wow. Wow, you're so dominant. Wow. Wow. Flippers and all. Wow. 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 Welcome to the 700 Club, kid. Wow. 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 Oh, wow. Thank you for that. Wow. There it is. I had to <laughs> dig deep. I can imagine, dude. That's, for that one. That's what they found, though, huh? Yeah, that's what they found. So, the, you know, that, that the SETI program actually found that Owen Wilson. That is fucking incredible. Was just spread across the universe. Wow. <laughs> wow. Now, now we know where it got the name. We know where it, we yeah, know. it's the wow signal. Shit, and it makes wow. all the fucking sense. It does. Okay, and obviously that's fucking bullshit. <laughs> Damn it! But I, you could have fooled me. But I do have the actual wow signal. Seventy-two seconds at uh, one thousand four hundred and twenty megahertz. Right? Yeah. It's actually what it says here. It's somewhere around there. It wasn't exactly fourteen twenty. Well, it says fourteen twenty four five five six. Yeah, it was like there. There's actually an explanation of that uh, in the notes, like okay. the the frequencies that so we'll get to it. Do we want to hear the actual uh, the the actual? Can we listen cycle? to the Owen Wilson thing again? <laughs> we always can. We can always. Can. <laughs> All right. So this is the actual one. So as we're getting right, into this, this is it. what let's they what found. Got. All right. Intriguing. Noise. It's kind of creepy. Sounds like someone's trying to sign online. <laughs> Back in 1992. Get off the phone, Mom. <laughs> Get off the phone! Yeah, they just called someone's fax machine on accident. <laughs> Because it almost sounds like it, it sounds like it's repeating. Yeah. You hear that like real high pitch, like dee 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 dee. See, there's a different one. That That's, was different. That sounded like a fucking flashbang in Call of Duty. <laughs> because in the background you keep hearing that like beep 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 beep. Yeah. And then it's like wow beep beep beep. Yeah, yeah, that beep. Yeah. Morse code almost. There it is again. Yeah. It's kind of terrifying. And then it goes into that. Oh. I wonder if that's the actual signal, maybe. Maybe, yeah. Goosebumps. That's weird. Cut, I don't dude. like that. So that was the wow. actual wow that signal. Was it, so huh? that's what they heard. Wow. Okay. So, you know, just for reference, Fuck. as we're going through this, and like it. we wanted to get you guys on edge with this whole thing. So on August 15th, 1977, I was only a year old. Yeah. I was fucking God, you're old. <laughs> as Big Ear was scanning the heavens, it received a remarkable signal. Astronomer Jerry R. Um, I'm going to say it's Emin, E H M A N. Uh, I was, yeah, I was reading it as like Amen. 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 Hey, man. Hey, boy. 
right near the beach. So he was. <laughs> what do you think? I got this hot. <laughs> it's hot. Samsung, Samsung. <laughs> no, I'm Cuban B. Yes, Cuban B. It's like my favorite fucking yeah. line. Drink up, fuckers. So he's. <laughs> The fucking Cuban B line gets me every time. Yo, Cuban B. Yes, Cuban B. <laughs> <laughs> So he's sifting oh. throughout data for several days and came across the signal. On a piece of printed tape Ooh. with mostly ones, twos, and threes, there was the occasional higher number, and then he noticed a line that contained the following sequence. 6-E-Q-U-J-5. Bingo! <laughs> Yahtzee! <laughs> Emin, uh, Emin or Amen, whatever his name is. Um, sorry, I don't want to say whatever his name is because the guy's pretty uh, genius. Fuck that dude's name. Oh, yeah, that guy is. Fuck, that fucking guy. Guy. fuck that guy. No, I'm kidding. So he uh, circled the section in red and wrote a little note in the margin. One word. That word? Yahtzee. It was poop. <laughs> no one knows why he wrote poop. I don't, I don't care. I mean, it. they're sitting there like, why the hell would you do that? It was actually dude, but it was upside down. <laughs> Double O. <laughs> <laughs> they read it wrong. They read it wrong. It's actually, it's actually dude. <laughs> ah, and of course, it's fucking stupid and completely made up and funny as shit. So the word was, of course, wow. 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 The signal seemingly came from the direction of the constellation Sagittarius and contained the expected hallmarks of extraterrestrial origin. Oh, Aliens, oh, bitches. Shit, son. You going to grab some beer, buddy? Yeah, do you need some? Right. Yeah, I'll take one. So one, two, three. <laughs> we got to get you better on the buttons. A fat finger down. Riley's going to grab us a little bit of uh, sustenance. I just, got the, I just got my sixer of tall boys right uh, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, oh, I could have grabbed one of those. Yeah, you could have had one of those. Yeah, that's all right. You want one? No, he's, he's up already. You want that fruity stuff. <laughs> Just you, buddy. Hey! <laughs> so the sequence string 6EQUJ5, commonly misinterpreted as a message encoded in the radio signal, represents, in fact, the signal's intensity variation yeah. over time. So you heard how it was going up and down. Yeah. And so I actually, that's what I thought for the longest time. I never really dove that far into the wild signal. I, I actually, for the longest time, assumed that it, there was like some sort of like, like they actually meant something. I didn't realize that it was just a measure of the intensity, of the, like the the intensity of the signal. So I thought I thought that was actually kind of cool. Yeah, that's I, I that I didn't know that either. To be honest with you, I thought it was like, you know, yeah, like yeah, 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 like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> so you know, so it, it was expressed you know. in the particular measuring system adopted for the experiment. Okay, we got that. Okay, yeah. moving on. Yeah, yeah. The signal itself appeared to be an unmodulated continuous wave, although any modulation with a period of less than 10 seconds or longer than 72 seconds would not have been detectable. Right. So if, there was, if it was a modulated signal. Right. And it was like a longer signal, they wouldn't have been able to tell if it was past 72 seconds. So it theoretically could have been a modulated signal. Right. But they, they don't necessarily know that. Right. They're there's, assuming there's, it's not. Right. There's no way to know at this point in time. Right. right. If it was, yeah. So basically, the letters and numbers represent how strong or intense this signal was uh, was as compared to the constant background noise. Did you just not open your beer in front of the... You better crack it. There it is. Try to be quiet so you're talking. <laughs> fuck, fuck that. Dude, anytime beer. there's a beer pop, it goes open on the mic. There you go. See? What is that? What are you new here? Oh, that's good. I had to Extra grab this one. It's called Extra Galactic Order. Uh, they had that right. up there? There you go. No, it was in the fridge. Stop drinking the beer in there. No, that was on the left. It was on the left side. It was on the other side. We're good. You hear that, Bill? 
Riley's drinking your beer. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Bill, I owe you $4.05. <laughs> Bill's gonna fuck you up. So basically, the letters and numbers, again, represent how strong or intense the signal was as compared to the constant background noise. Right. If the signal was longer than 72 seconds, any modulation in the signal would not have been able to be detected, right? Or like, as we said, we're going over that again. So basically, there's this constant noise going on. It's like background radiation. It's just right? background, background noise. And if you get something, you know, that's when it gets triggered. And when you get something right. very intense, then it's obviously something like right. camping it, it, ex yes. it explains <laughs> that goes out to sydney <laughs> fuck you i got that button okay so the intensity of the Thank signals you. were measured at a signal to noise uh, signal to noise ratio basically they would constantly measure the noise coming through to determine a baseline reading to compare any received signals to makes sense constant right. noise right. You, you know what that is so like that whole when we listen to the signal like that just constant like yeah like that's your baseline like signal so anything over that is would come through as readings as numbers. Does anyone else here sleep with, with like a white noise app or anything like that in the background? Uh, no. Death metal? Yes. It, what? That's my. White I, noise. I watch. I just fall asleep to like YouTube. I videos. usually fall asleep watching TV. Or something. I, yeah. I have to listen to white noise, uh, and the reason that happened is because when we used to be on tour, and Jeff could testify to this, we had a bunch of snoring fuckers. Oh, you'd love me then. And I had to literally get headphones and turn get a white noise app for my uh, when I was on the tour bus, and now I can't sleep. For your Walkman. It. For my walk. Oh, shit. Is there a white noise app for that thing? <laughs> <laughs> Fuckers. Oh, you're old. Anyway. Yeah. The signal was sampled for 10 seconds and then processed by the computer, which took two seconds. Therefore, every 12 seconds, the result of each frequency channel was output on the uh, the printout. Wait, what? Was output on? Okay. On the printout as a sing single character. Okay. Right. Representing the 10-second average intensity right. minus the baseline. So if you look if you look at the actual uh, piece of paper like that the wild signal's on, it looks like it almost looks like matrix type shit where you got all the ones and zeros and shit. Right. So you got all these like ones and twos, the occasional three, and just like in in numbers and letters that go down a page is so, all it is. Makes sense. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah. That, that... And like each each row is a frequency and and all that kind of shit. So it's kind of like looking at like Minesweeper. Yeah, kind yeah, of. Pretty yeah, much, yeah. if you click all the boxes. Right. Yeah. So essentially, every 12 seconds, a series of numbers were printed out, giving the researchers an idea of how strong any signal that might be received was as compared to the baseline noise. Right. Okay? Makes sense. The numbers and letters were part of an alphanumeric system set up by the researchers to determine signal strength. If there was uh, just a blank space, that meant a, the signal was between 0 and 1. So it was basically, kind of you got your baseline, maybe a little bit loud, but yeah. it's just your baseline noise. This means a signal between the baseline and one standard deviation above the baseline. Okay. Yep. So essentially there's no signal, but the baseline noise coming back. Right. This is why when you look at I the I tried printout, to make this as painless as no, possible. No, no, you're, you're, it's just killing it. <laughs> this is why when you look at the printout, which um, we'll actually post up on our... Uh, um, actually, we can probably do that now. Logan, what do you think? And then, then we'll you grab you can, a, Yeah, you should be able to find it. I, uh, just the wild It's pretty signal. easy to find. Yeah. And then uh, we'll post it up on, on Facebook. Yeah, we'll put it up too. there too. Yeah. So anyway, it's mostly spaces and ones as there was no signal side from baseline noise coming back. Right. The numbers one to nine denote the correspondingly numbered intensities from one to nine. Intensities of 10 and above are indicated by a letter A. So once you get to 10, that now becomes goes, alphanumeric. So technically like 11 would be A. Right. Right. Does that make 12B? Actually, no. I think 10 is A. It goes to 9, and then 10 is A. Yeah. 10 is A. Yeah, that's what so it just said. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Is 11B then? 11 yeah. would be B. 11 is okay. B. And okay. then so on and so forth. So it was that Q, right? 
We're yeah. getting there. Calm down, Sally. <laughs> I, listen, I'm just hyped up. Yeah, right he's hyped, dude. Right, I love good. it. No, I love it. I love your enthusiasm, yeah, but we'll get there. But sorry. Fucking relax. No, I'm just okay, kidding. I'm sorry. <laughs> so uh, we know that you know that was a, a bit tedious uh, talking about the whole thing or whatever here, but uh, the information is needed to understand just why the series of numbers and letters was so incredible, like you were just right. talking about. The wow signal had the highest intensity measured at the value of U. Oh. This means that while most of the uh, returns were between uh, zero and two deviations above the baseline, the wow signal hit U, which means it was around 30 to 31 deviations above the baseline. It's like 30 times louder than background noise. Right. 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 So something big happened. Yeah, it was whatever. And, and we'll, we'll discuss. Yes. Something big like me. Kidding. I'm, Whoa. Yes. <laughs> Grace. <laughs> so in layman's terms imagine you're watching your tv at a volume you know level of one and all of a sudden it hits a volume of 30 that's kind of what we're dealing with here okay so it's a huge spike and if you're wondering the frequency Probably shit your pants yeah oh yeah <laughs> oh, or go deaf yeah. <laughs> so and if you're wondering the frequency that the wow signal was detected at was indeed around the four, uh, 1420 that we mentioned earlier yep okay so question when it comes to the, is this like a <clears throat> logarithmic scale where like one is 10 times no quieter than two or is it just like i don't a i don't scale? it didn't really say from what i could tell it didn't really say they just called it a standard deviation okay that's so why i assume it's like i'm just trying to give myself like a reference like is it like if you have a fan on while you're sleeping and, so, and like you know your dog knocks over the the tv remote kind of thing or is it like jet engine outside type loud, no 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 different? i don't think i don't think it's oh, you're like talking that. like the actual frequency how audible it is i'm just no i'm just talking about like how like trying to give myself a frame of reference so, so you're like asking this, if the background like, noise is like a fan on while you're right. sleeping so you're asking what would the like, 30 times louder than that like how would that be 30 times louder Okay, so it'd be like, like, it'd be like, it'd be like a distance. yeah, train like right outside or yeah. something like crazy loud, like fireworks going off. Or something. I assume, yeah, I, mean, I, I assume, assume that's what it is. Right, it yeah. doesn't really specify. It just calls them. It's thirty. It's plus or minus. You know, they 30, call them standard, thirty deviations. standard deviations. Yeah, okay. yeah. So it, it's definitely whatever it is. It's, it's loud as it's, hell. It's loud as shit. Okay. Yeah, it's okay. noise. So what? Uh, what's cool to me, especially, is that you know, again, that frequency was suggested as the most likely for use by an intelligent civilization right. trying to make and contact. That's, that's the frequency they found it on. Right, and I okay. think that's freaking awesome. Okay. Yeah. So the length of the signal does not necessarily mean that the seventy-two seconds was the total length of the signal, though. Okay. Correct. The Big Ear Radio Telescope was only adjustable for altitude or height above the horizon here. Right. And relied on the rotation of the Earth to scan across the sky. Given this fact, sure, uh, you know, with the speed of the Earth's rotation, any signal could only last a max of 72 seconds until the rotation of the Earth took the radio telescope out of the way of the signal. So, with like, a frame of reference, so it's like you're driving in your car, right? And you've got your phone camera pointed up and down. Like you want to take a picture of an airplane going by, but you can't follow it left and you right. You can't follow it left and right. So you got you got you know 72 seconds to take this picture, and the second and 73 seconds later, you're can't, you can't go right. right. To, so to basically, the, they could the they could yeah they could adjust the up and the down. telescope up and down, but they the, couldn't go the left altitude. and right. Yeah, yeah. So even if they found that in, cause they didn't find it in real time. Like the dude found it like the next day while he was going through data, right? right. Or the day, a couple of days later. It's going over so it. even if they did find it right away, there was no way for them to turn it back to where it was. Yeah, right. So at the, that time, anyway. unless yeah. Superman came through and like span around the Earth to re <sighs> to return the rotation. Oh, let's not talk about that movie. Please don't <laughs> drink. That three? That, I think that was three. That was yeah. What sucks, though, is that was Richard Pryor. Wasn't yeah, it? he was great in that movie. Yeah, he was amazing in that. But movie that movie sucked stupid. itself. Yeah. yeah. So the signal strength would be shown to get gradually louder, then gradually softer as the telescope approached and then would went away uh, from the source of the signal. 
Okay, this is what we see with the wow signal. So, so it's kind of like a right because you're you're literally it's doing this it's panning, yeah. Right, and you can only you know what I mean once you get so in the center like, of that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm I'm doing this because we have video now. So it's like if you're if you're. It's like if you're turning from left to right and you've got a you've got a, you know a flashlight in the middle. And, you, and it gets brighter, brighter, brighter. And then you're looking directly at the flashlight, and, and then, then it gets away from it. darker, right. darker, darker as you look to your right. Mm-hmm. Right. Why are you going over this, this Riley? Gosh. It's a beam. It's a beam. So <laughs> those are trying to get people at I'm home. Just, I'm just, dude, you, you, you smell the smoke coming out of him right now. Thinking all this shit. Okay. <laughs> the squirrel in there is <laughs> working overtime right so now. Smoking a doob right now. <laughs> so though the yeah, signal. I still get it, bro. <laughs> so it's like a flashlight. <laughs> 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 All right, I'm done talking. So those, the signal came from the general direction of the Sagittarius constellation. Due to the telescope's design, it was not pause, uh, possible to pinpoint the location exactly. Correct. The Big Ear Telescope, which featured two feed horns, each receiving a beam from slightly different directions, was following Earth's rotation. Okay. The wow signal was detected in one beam, but not in the other. Which and, is also fucking weird. Yeah. And the data was processed in such a way that it is impossible to determine which of the two horns actually received the fucking signal. That's fucking crazy. Right. The region of the sky in question lies northwest of the globular cluster M55. Uh, Globular. 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 It's not globular. It's a glob. Glob? Glob. Glob. Are you saying pan? That's where I was headed. <laughs> so it's in the constellation Sagittarius, roughly 2.5 degrees south of the fifth magnitude star group Chi Sagittarius. Dude, that is my favorite star group. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Really? No. Mine was you too. Sorry. <laughs> hit the button. Moody, hit the button. Do it, please. Do I'm it. not even going to dignify that because you <laughs> too is fucking terrible. Oh, man, they were great live. Uh, oh, they were great live. They suck. I, I gave up on them when they gave me a free album on my yeah. iPhone that I didn't ask yeah, for. No, 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 they didn't give it to us. They forced they it on forced us. They forced it upon us. Bono's a dick. Yeah, that was like the stupid orange glasses. That was literally like with gasoline and no vaseline. So many yeah. people, so many people were so mad because oh, yeah. you couldn't take it off. No, yeah, <laughs> you couldn't, literally couldn't take it off. I mean, but on his side of it though, and then there, the brilliant. band's site, brilliant. Fuck so then yeah. Spotify came around, and I don't didn't care anymore. Yeah, well, whatever. So, um, uh, let's see. The uh, oh, it's also a three point five degrees south of the plane of the uh, ecliptic. Yes, the closest easily visible star is Tau. I think it's Tau Sagittarius. You're right. Yeah. Okay. If you know what all that means, of course, more power to you. You probably shouldn't be listening to this if you know what all that means. <laughs> <laughs> no, if anything, you should, and you should be telling us what the fuck we're saying. Please. Tell us what the hell, yeah. What, if not, we're with you here, though. So, no nearby sun-like stars were within the antenna coordinates, although in any direction, the antenna pattern would encompass about six distant stars. Right. Okay. <clears throat> so now, after all that, what in the fuck is going on? I, I don't know. Where exactly did it come from? Hmm. Was it aliens? It could have been. Maybe. Many different hypotheses. Did you say Bono? <laughs> it was Bono. We're seeing on us. <laughs> You'll take this signal and fucking like it. <laughs> so many different hypotheses have been put forth over the years, although none have really gained traction with scientists and astronomers due to the strangeness of the situation. Yeah. Uh, of course, mm. these guys are all very... You know what I mean? You know, yeah, dude. Science, up. man. Scientists are a bunch of fucking squares, bro. <laughs> 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 yeah, I'd like to see Stephen Hawking with a doobie and see how he handles it. If you don't think that Stephen Hawking was getting high, you're out of your mind. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'll put that out there right now. Yeah, he, he probably was. He was that a dude, robot man. I guarantee so. that dude was on some psychedelics. Damn. Let's hope so. Hopefully. Got One hypothesis that was presented early on was the signal was actually Ooh. a signal generated from Earth 
and reflected off of some space junk and picked up by the telescope. It makes sense. I mean, yeah. I mean, obviously, you know, signals sure. go out all the freaking time. And there's if they a hit lot something, of space junk. Go, yeah, there's but a lot where, of... My question for that would be... But where? <laughs> <laughs> I redact my question. <laughs> but question where? Rescinded. Were you going to say where the, where the signal come from? No, I was going to say where in the world did Is Carmen, Carmen San Diego? Diego? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, next. <laughs> no, 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 for real. No, no, I, I've lost it. At this point, you don't you, have it. Yeah, you guys, you guys, you guys. What, what, are, what are the two old dudes from the Muppets called? <laughs> <laughs> you guys razzled it out of me. I don't remember anymore. Give me old razzle dazzle. Okay, so Eamon, uh, the Sounds guy. Sounds like Riley needs some space. <laughs> uh, so um, Eamon or Amon or the guy from earlier that I don't understand his name, he said, "Quote: We should have seen it again. Just pick one and go with right." We should have seen it again when we looked at it. Uh, uh, when we looked for it 50 times, something suggests it was an Earth source signal that simply got reflected off of a piece of space debris. Okay, which sure. I mean, yeah, if you're going back there to look for it again and again and again and again, and you're not getting anything, it's very possible that something was just here and ping came back and then went away. Sure. All right, makes sense. Could be. Eamon backed off this suggestion. A suggestion after further research showed an Earth-born signal to be very unlikely given the requirements of a space-borne reflector being bound to certain unrealistic requirements to sufficiently explain the signal. Yeah. Yeah. So basically they're saying that if it did bounce off of something in space, whatever that was would have had to fit these certain parameters and whatever those parameters were. It's probably like it was very unlikely that there was 17 yeah, billion or some shit there was like basically, that. Yeah. It was very unlikely that there was anything up there that would have been able to meet those parameters that we put up there like is that what you're space, saying well space junk yeah yeah like, saying that any shit that we've put into space it would there's no right way. right okay, and right. they're probably i don't know and this was also like uh, i assume it would have to be a certain size and shape and you this know this was a 1970s material and, right yeah yes so I, there I wasn't know. much up there. I was going to say, there probably point. shouldn't have been a lot of shit yeah, up there. There weren't like a shitload of satellites that there are now. Or there was a right. dog that was sent up there from Russia. Aw. Yeah. <laughs> there, cool. there were actually lots of dogs that were put up there. A few chimps. A couple yeah. of monkeys. A couple of monkeys. And uh, there might be some lost uh, Russian cosmonauts up there, too, if you believe all that stuff. Oh, yeah. Remember we talked yeah, about those? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just floating around space. That's where space rope came Yay, from. The space rope. Oh, that's space a throwback. Right, wow. That's where space rope comes from. Space rope. You don't want to lose another cosmonaut. Yuri, how many Russians got lost in space, by the way? Too many. Too many? Too many. Do you have a count? Ah, ah, ah. Not that count. <laughs> what, what is happening right now? We have derailed so hard. Do you not listen to this show? I mean, that's kind of... Apparently not true. enough. Yeah, that's... True. that's. Anyway, so he backed off of it because they said there wasn't enough, you know, that it was just way too the parameters outlandish. Of, the yeah. parameters of what it would have to have had been are just not feasible. Right. Especially at that time. Now, maybe. Who knows? But yeah. Well, there's so much shit up there I mean, there there's now. a fucking space station, so who knows? Right. Also, it is problematic to propose that the 1,420 megahertz signal originated from Earth since the, um, that it actually came from Earth since this is uh, within a protected spectrum. Okay. Yeah, this is the other thing that I thought was kind of weird. A bandwidth reserve for astronomical purposes in which terrestrial transmitters are forbidden to I had, transmit. I had no idea that was a thing. That's there's crazy. A lot of those signals that are yeah. actually like permaban from any use. I know there's a lot. I know there's a lot. Well, I know there's a lot of signals that like civilians aren't allowed to use. Yeah. Like, the, but I didn't realize that they had one specifically for like yeah, that's why use a, in like astronomical fields, like dedicated direct. Yeah, that's that. fucking that's, cool. That's, that is pretty cool. 
So the reason Amon or Amon, damn it. Just say Amon. Amon, okay. Amon. Suggested, Amon. <laughs> suggested this theory is that they searched for the signal again many times and were never able to find it again, like we said. All right, this led to a few other hypotheses, like the signal was a rotating signal similar to a lighthouse beacon. Yep. Or that it was just a one-time signal shot in our direction, like maybe, you know, something new that we were actually looking for it. I like the alien lighthouse thing. <laughs> Like it's cool. just a fucking come find me. I mean, think about it. Think about it. What we were doing is we had a fucking telescope that was going around pretty much listening like a for shit. Yeah. So it makes sense that if they were shooting out a signal, that motherfucker's going around in orbit. You right. know what I'm saying? But then I why have like we it. never if it's if it's a continuous like a lighthouse, then you would Maybe they turned off the signal. Yeah, yeah. the light bulb burn out right after that. <laughs> Maybe Thanos showed up. Seriously, it could be. Maybe Thanos, really? Maybe by the time, maybe by the time we had the technology to go back and look for it, it was gone. Yeah, yeah very possible. Okay, because well, you have to think too the distance between us and wherever that source might have come from. It's the same thing with stars. Like you see, it a takes in the how sky, long it takes to get here and so shit. Long, yeah, that star could be yeah. dead by now. What is it? Sunlight takes seven minutes to, to reach get, us. To yeah, get to us from yeah. the sun. So imagine what it would be like if something's you know a hundred thousand times farther away than the sun. Yeah, dude, that's gonna take a couple. Couple, couple of days. Yeah, who knows? I mean, if it was an actual signal, it could have been freaking shot out freaking eons ago, depending yeah, on how far away of they years are. ago, yeah. you know? Yeah. So in 2012, in a 2012 podcast, a scientific skeptic, skeptic, Jesus. Wow. <laughs> so what I did is I mixed skeptic and author together. So it's skeptic. He's a skeptic. I like that. Yeah. Fuck it. I'm using it. Coin it. Mine. A skeptic author, also known as a skeptic. works, though. Brian Dunning concluded that a radio transmission from deep space in the direction of Sagittarius, as opposed to a near-Earth origin, remains the best technical explanation for the uh, emission. Although there was no evidence to conclude that an alien intelligence was the source. So he's saying that the the hypothesis that it came from deep space and came not, from not from Earth right. is is the most logical. Yeah. But kind of that doesn't sense. necessarily mean that it was like made by intelligent life. Yeah. Well, yeah, it makes sense to me. <clears throat> it was. Speaking <laughs> Speaking of looking for it again, there have been many attempts to locate the signal since it was found. As stated by Eman and his crew. Uh, they searched for it many times to no avail. Right. Okay. So Robert H. Gray looked for the signal in 1987 and again in 1989. This dude. Of course that dude. This yeah. dude is fucking, he is like the champion. Yeah. Of looking for the signal, bro. He's he's down. Huh? Oh, yeah. Dedicated. He so, sounds like a good guy. I, yeah. like, I, I think I'd like to hang out with him. Drink a beer. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Gray is a data analyst and an astronomer and an author. He wrote the book, The Elusive Wow, Searching for Extraterrestrial Intelligence. The Great. Elusive what? Wow. Okay. Okay. <laughs> wow. God, we could do that all fucking day. Gray heard about the wild signal a few years after it had been discovered and contacted Iman. He went and visited Big Ear, okay, and spoke with Iman, Robert S. Dixon, director of the SETI project, and John D. Krause, the telescope's designer. Right. We talked about those guys earlier. In 1980, Gray set up a commercial telecommunications disc, disc, dish in his Chicago backyard eh, and, and, interchangeable. Eh, and started scanning the skies for some trace of the wow signal. This dude basically built like a homemade fucking observatory in his backyard in Chicago. That's pretty amazing. That's yeah, awesome. Did he have any funding or did he just do it himself? He just did it himself, I think. That's crazy. He he owned, okay, so he owned, I mean, he had started a, because uh, I, I thought the same thing. I'm like, where's this dude get his fucking money from? But he, um, he owned, he started and continues to this day to own like a big data analysis company. And uh, that's like probably where, he, I mean, he owned, like it's a big company and they work for a lot of like 
major people. So he makes, he's probably got a, a pretty good amount of money. Bet his wife was pissed. I mean, if he had the money, who cares? Yeah, but just building a freaking thing in the back. So in the solid, he was like, honey, we're going hungry tonight. I bought a satellite dish. <laughs> no, but her money <laughs> I mean, but do we know? I mean, we, true. we don't That's know. True. Yeah. But he had already established his business and stuff by then. So he was doing pretty well. Well, he began to run and monitor his small SETI observatory, observatory regularly in 1983, but still could not find a trace of <laughs> the That's probably signal. when she got pissed because yeah. he was outside all night. <laughs> when are you coming in? I haven't found the aliens yet, bitch. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> You're just like your mother. <laughs> no, I'm not. That bitch was crazy. In 1987 and 1989, he led research, or searches for the WOW signal using the Harvard-Smithsonian um, Meta Radio Telescope at the Oak Ridge Observatory in Harvard, Massachusetts. In 1995 and 96, Gray would again search for the signal. This time he would pair up with Kevin B. Marvel. Amazing last name. It's amazing. Is yeah. it Marvell? Maybe it's Marvell. Mar Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it is. Oh, but Kevin, uh, Mr. Kevin Marvel. Uh, excuse me. It's Marvell. It's Marvell. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Has served as the executive officer. Even for the if it wasn't, I would correct people. Yeah. Oh, oh, yes. Marvell. Yeah. Marvell. Thank you. So he was the executive officer for the American Astronomical Society, the largest professional organization for researchers in astronomy and related uh, disciplines since July of 2006. That's mm. fucking cool. I didn't even yeah, know yeah. that was a thing. Steed's got some credentials, bro. He began work with the AAS as Associate um, uh, Executive Officer for Public Policy in 1998, establishing the Society's Public Policy Program, becoming Deputy Executive Officer in 2003. Okay, so the guy's got, Dude, he's legit. Policy, bro. Yeah, he's legit. Before taking up a position with the American Astronomical Society in 1998, he served as a postdoctoral fellow at the California Institute of Technology. He was a fellow, eh? That's guy. Hey, fellow. <laughs> Now, at the, he's a feller. <laughs> Postdoctoral feller. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So uh, this is, uh, he was at uh, Caltech's Owens uh, Valley uh, Radio Observatory. He received his PhD in astronomy in 1996 from New Mexico State University. So, you know, the guy knows what the fuck's going on. He's a smart he's, he's, feller. Yes, yeah. Feller. <laughs> is that a fellership? Is that what they call that then? The Very Large Array, or VLA for short, is a centimeter wavelength radio astronomy observatory located in central New Mexico. How, like, <laughs> who came, what should we call this thing? I don't know. It's a very large array. Oh, perfect. <laughs> Let's just call it that. Like, what the fuck, dude? Right on the nose. Like, I like Big Ear. Big Ear is cool. Yeah, Big Ear is it's fun. It's listening. But this one's just like. It's just big. I don't know, very large array. Which is amazing as I was going through the research for the first time, it said big eat. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, eat those sound waves. Whatever. So astronomers using the VLA, or the very large array, have made key observations of black holes Ooh. and protoplanetary disks around young stars, Ooh. discovered magnetic filaments, and traced complex gas motions at the Milky Way Center. Probed, uh, they probed the universe's cosmological uh, parameters and provided new knowledge about the physical mechanisms and produce that produce radio emission. So this thing's fucking cool. Yeah, dude. Yeah, it's, it's done it's a lot of good stuff. Pretty badass. Good, good um, stuff. Side note. Um, yeah. When is that new um, that new telescope supposed to be done? The one that's supposed to be what's our badass telescope that we have right now? Hubble. Yeah. It's yeah. supposed to be like freaking like. Oh, yeah, like I don't know when it's supposed that. to go. It's, it's yeah, a I woman. It's, it's a woman yeah, running that whole project. Yeah, she's right? doing all the. Yeah, I don't know when it's supposed to be like. I can't wait to I'm see what sure. the fuck they come up with. Dude, they got yeah. all kinds of crazy. They're launching shit all the time that we oh, don't yeah. know about, too. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. The occasional car. 
<laughs> Fucking Musk. That was a space junk. <laughs> Can you imagine being that guy? They come in there like, listen, we, we got this transmission. But it was like right where your car was. Uh, <laughs> I must have left the radio on. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Uh, my Bluetooth is up to it. Sorry. <laughs> Turn that down. <laughs> so in 1998, he and uh, University of Tasmania professor Simon Ellingson conducted searches uh, using the 26 meter. Why does that? Uh, uh, Tasmania. Because you, know you think of the Tasmanian devil. Yeah, yeah. I just picture bitches. like the Tasmanian devil in like a fucking. <laughs> lab. He's like in a lab coat looking through a fucking. That's all. <laughs> so they uh, did searches using the 26 uh, meter dish at the Mount Pleasant Radio Observatory in Hobart, Tasmania. Gray and Ellingson made six 14 hour observations where the big ear was pointing when it found the wow signal, searching for intermittent and possibly periodic signals rather than a constant signal. No signals resembling the wow were detected. So in 2011, Gray published the book, The Elusive Wow, Searching for the Extraterrestrial Intelligence, summarizing what is known about the wow signal covering his own search for the signal and offering an overview of the search for extraterrestrial intelligence. Okay, yep. so that's what he wrote his book. You, this dude's like a champion. Yeah, he fucking, yeah, he's super wanting to find this fucking he's thing. like, I'm going to find that signal, motherfucker. Well, I mean, if you think about it, though, if you were, if you do find it <clears throat> and you all of a sudden fucking, you find out that it's definitive, yeah. that it came, even if it's not necessarily, yeah. but wherever it came from, dude, you're, you're a boss at Fuck that yeah, point. Dude. You know what I mean? I don't know if it said it in there. I, I thought I put it in there, but he was like, he became like the first um, civilian to use the to actually run the VLA. Like he was like the first non. Oh really? Yeah, like it's he wow. was, yeah, it was crazy. And he was the first person to use it for legitimate searching for extraterrestrial life too. He walked up and they were like, "He's smart. Let him use it." <laughs> That's pretty much what happened. I mean, Maybe. obviously, yeah. Maybe. So in 2016, Gray published an article in Scientific American about the Fermi pi uh, paradox. Which claims that if extraterrestrials existed, yeah, we would see signs paradox, of them on Earth yep. because they would certainly colonize the galaxy by interstellar travel. Maybe. Okay. Possibly. Cray, uh, Gray argues that the Fermi paradox, named after Nobel Prize winning physicist Enrico Fermi. Enrico Fermi. Enrico Fermi. I believe in the uh, aliens. That dude sounds German as fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <that's> <laughs> so he, uh, Enrico Fermi, uh, does not accurately represent Fermi's views. Gray states that Fermi questioned the feasibility of interstellar travel, but did not say definitively whether or not he thought extraterrestrials existed. This right. guy is like the king of searching for the wow signal, yeah. obviously. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Uh, he, more than anyone else, had kept the dream alive, you know, kind of, so to speak, finding this signal. So so the, this guy's freaking looking for it, yeah, and he, it sucks. He, he wanted to find it, man. So in 2017, a new theory emerged that oh. got people talking. It did. Ooh. The headlines all over science publications read that the mystery had been fucking solved. solved. What? Dude, if you look, so this is the funny thing is if you look up, if you search wow signal solved, all you get is articles from like 2017 about yep. this this thing that we're going to talk about. So okay. this was like people were like stoked about this. Mm -hmm. but mm. So everyone dove into this theory. Antonio Paris of St. Petersburg, Petersburg College. <laughs> Peterburg. Peterburg. Uh, yo, Peterburg. Hi, Peter. Anyway, Petersburg College thought this, uh, uh, what? Thought discovered the thought he discovered the explanation. Did I fuck that up? Yeah, a pair of comets. Okay, I can see that. 
Their work was published in the journal of the Washington Academy of Sciences. Mm. Okay, these comets, known as 266P Christensen and <laughs> and 335P Gibbs and yeah. P32 Wallyway Sydney. Yeah. What? P32 Sherman Wallyway Sydney. Are those guns? From Nemo, Finding Nemo. Oh, oh wow, wow, holy shit! <laughs> Can we say it again? Wasn't it like P32 Wallyway Sydney? It was just I think it was. P. Sherman, forty-two. Yeah. P. Sherman. There it is, P. Yeah. Sherman. That's yeah, 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 yeah. It's been a long time. Yeah, well, uh, yeah. that's a very odd reference. That was very <laughs> odd. <laughs> My brain's still kind of like, wait a minute. Like, <laughs> so anyway, they have clouds of hydrogen uh, gas, millions of kilometers in diameter, surrounding them. They do. Okay, so yeah. these things just fucking carry hydrogen with them. Right? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. The wow signal so was detected. So John. <laughs> So the wow signal was detected at uh, 1,420 megahertz, like we said, which is the radio frequency hydrogen naturally emits. Right. Which we all should know by now. Right. If you ever forget that, I that I got nothing for you. Correct. So, ladies gentlemen, pop quiz. That's your little. That's your new trivia at like parties and shit. Everyone's getting hammered and be like, bro, do you know what frequency hydrogen emits, dude? And everyone's going to be like, go home. <laughs> First of all, you're drunk. Second of all, get out of the uh, the, the dip. Yeah. Drunk with knowledge, bitches. Yeah. I stuck my dick in the mashed potatoes. <laughs> if I knew it was going to be that kind of party, I'd have stuck my dick in the mashed potatoes. <laughs> Not a movie reference, but drink up anyway. Uh, still good. So notably, the team had verified that the comments were within the vicinity at that time. Mm-hmm. And they report that the radio signals from 266P Christensen matched those from the WOW signal. They used three of the world's biggest radio telescopes, the Parkes Radio Telescope in Australia, which is 210 feet in diameter. It's big. It's big. And the National Radio Astronomy Observatory in West, Vir- West Virginia. Dude, all right. Yeah. You think uh, you think our boy has ever been there? Nah, 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 I've never. Have seen you it. ever been there? No. No. Mm-mm. Do you know what a radio telescope is? Mm-mm. Okay. <laughs> I I had a radio once. Yeah. Yeah. What frequency did you listen? A country station. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that one was 150 feet in diameter. Also big. Yep. And Arecibo Observatory in Puerto Rico, yes. which is the, the world's that, largest. Isn't that the one that just fucking collapsed? Yeah. Think, oh shit! Is yeah, it? Yeah. One of them just collapsed. I think that's the one that just collapsed. I think that was one. Yeah. I'm not sure if it is or not. Um, research guy. <laughs> Let's go into it and find out. But that one is a thousand <laughs> feet in diameter. Yeah, I think that's the one that just collapsed. It was all fucked up. That's like big. I don't know if it was a storm or if it was just old or something, but it, it collapsed. And yeah, it didn't. It did? Yep. All right. That's uh, freaking huge. Very good. Very good. So in this See? paper, Paris wrote that comets will, under certain conditions, emit radio waves from the mm-hmm. gases that surround them as they zoom closer to the sun. According to the study, comet 266P Christensen was in about the right position on the right day in 1977. About. <laughs> All right. About. So, I mean, I mean, listen, at, at this point in time. See, it sounds like a feasible theory. It sounds feasible. Yeah. Several sure. astronomers. I mean, including, if you would tell me that, I'd be like, okay. Yeah, I'm like, well, that makes sense. Sounds to me. good to yeah. me. Let's go with that. So, several astronomers, including Eman, e- they think Paris is wrong about the comet. Eman <laughs> looked at Paris's study with Robert Dixon, who directs the radio observatory at the Ohio State University, and said, "You are full of shit." Yeah, which uh, the big ear was destroyed in 1977. I mean, right? They, they actually uh, yeah, ni- right. 97. That's what I said. You said 77. Nope. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Two big issues are that the signal didn't repeat and it appeared for such a short period of time. Right. 
Eman noted that the Big Ear Telescope had two feed horns, each of which provides a slightly different field of view for a radio telescope. Right. Okay. So, quote, we should have seen the source come through twice in about three minutes. One response lasting 72 seconds and a second response for 72 seconds, following within about a minute and a half. Right. So basically what they're saying is you have the two feed horns and this one would have picked it up for 72 seconds. And then as we rotate, this one would pick it up for 72 seconds. So you would have essentially had two wow signals. Right. If, if it Instead were, of just one. If, if it, it were was a comet. Comments. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's what he's saying. And he says, quote, we didn't see the second one. Because remember, we talked earlier that only one of the horns picked it up and they didn't and know, they which, don't one know which one it was. Yeah. Right. Which is so fucking weird. Yeah. So the only way yeah, it was fucking 70, 1977. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So the only way that can happen, he said, is, is that the, the signal was cut off abruptly. Okay. A comet wouldn't produce that kind of signal because the gases that surround them cover large uh, diffuse areas, nor would the comet have escaped from the radio telescope's field of view that fast, like we just said. Right. 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 The other issue is the frequency of transmission. Harris said he has shown that comets can emit in that range. Okay. But Seth Shostak a senior astronomer at the SETI Institute is skeptical. <laughs> what? A senior astronomer? That's about to say the same thing. <laughs> I said astronomer, right? You said astronomer. Like, literally with that, like... Oh, I put the wrong emphasis <laughs> on the wrong syllable? Yes, yes. That was another reference for you. An astronomer sounds like a bad porno. <laughs> I am the astronomer. <laughs> Let me look in your butthole. Let me show you my very large array. <laughs> also... I have a black hole you should check out. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, man. Ever since we got this set up in here, it's been nothing but porn jokes all day. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> so, anyway, this, this astronomer, <laughs> this guy's skeptical. So, Sostak used, uh, used to study emissions from um, neutral hydrogen in the uh, 1,420 megahertz range and is less sure the emission would look right. Comets may not generate enough hydrogen to make a bright enough signal like the wow. Right. So they're saying that, yeah, that may happen, but there's no way it would have been that that significant. Yeah, significant right. of a signal. Quote, I don't think anyone ever found such emission from comets. Okay, that's that's pretty good quote. There you go. That's what he said. Showstopper. <laughs> that's why he's an astronomer. <laughs> that's Mike true. Drop out here. In late 2020, another theory came about. Whoa. Oh. Oh, oh God. Yeah. You, you okay? Yeah, I'm good. Okay. Good. A star. First, some background. Okay. Star. A star. Star was born. That's right. <clears throat> Back in 2013, the European Space Agency launched the Gaia Space Observatory to map the night sky to determine the position, the distance, and the motion of stars with unprecedented accuracy. Beautiful. Okay. I love it. So far, Gaia has mapped some 1.3 billion stars. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> How many stars have you mapped, no, Logan? The, the, sad, right. the sad thing is... One, it's the bright one in the sky. The that's, sad that's thing the is that's still like a billionth of how many stars are yeah, out there. Yeah, oh yeah it's nothing. Infinite amount. Yeah, yeah, it's nothing. Allowing astronomers to begin creating the most detailed 3D map ever made of our galaxy. That's fucking awesome. Fuck yeah, man. The mission is expected to continue until 2024. Gaia's new star map has significantly improved our understanding of the galaxy and the stars within it, and this gave amateur astronomer Alberto Caballero an idea. Caballero. Caballero. <laughs> the Gaia database is now significantly more detailed than the star catalog that John Krauss studied in 1970s. Yes. Ah, I see where they're going with this yeah. one. Okay. Bum, bum. Perhaps yeah. the new database might reveal the source of the wow signal, he reasons. So Caballero repeated the search, looking for sun-like stars among the thousands that have been identified by Gaia in this region of the sky. 
Uh, by uh, sunlight, of course, he means yeah. stars that share the same temperature, radius, and luminosity. Yeah. So they've got to be as intense and as big right. as camping. our sun. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> as our sun. Our next, galaxy sun. Next person that makes a camping joke gets slapped. <laughs> the search returned just one candidate. Quote, the only potential sun-like star in all the wow signal region appears to be holy fuck. Two mass one nine two eight one nine eight two dash two six four zero one two three. Yeah, I mean, I mean obviously, says Caballero. That's my favorite fucking sun-like star. <laughs> this star sits in the constellation of Sagittarius. Okay, that's where they were at. Okay, at a distance of eighteen hundred light years. Ooh, it is an identical twin to our sun, oh. with the same temperature, radius, and luminosity. That's pretty freaking cool, first now, of all. I just want to pause real okay, fast. Now, think about this. And too, just though. talk about that. Yeah, that's cool. Now, think about this. He's like, yeah, that's cool, but... No, no, no. I'm saying that's cool because, like, if that's the if that's sun, if that's the exact same size, whatever, as our sun, who's to say there's not a planet orbiting that that's sun? exactly my point. That's exactly like ours. Right. Why... why only older and more civil, like civilized, but well, yeah, more, more civilized. <laughs> I can't believe those earthlings. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> more advanced, advanced civilization because yeah. they could have been around a lot longer. They it only makes you know. sense, though. Okay, so Riley, um, our resident nerd over here, 1800 light years right. away. How far is that? 1800 light years. 800. Yeah, but years. a light year is not uh, like a, I'm talking distance wise. No, it's a matter right. of time. No, yeah. that's yeah. Light, years a light year is how long it takes light to get to a light. Yeah, how, like okay. how, how far a light light travels so, in a year. So how fast does light travel? It's like really a fast. million miles and something. Yeah, okay. I'll find it out for you. Yeah, find me, Dude, find me what 1800 so out, light years find is. Find out how long you can. If you really want to know, you can find out how long. Just say like how long would it take to travel? Eighteen was it? Eighteen thousand. Eighteen hundred. Eighteen hundred light years is five point eight times it's 10 to the 12th miles so it's like yeah it's like it's billions of miles yeah in a year yeah okay so, so then eight, so what i'm trying to do here is long story short it's going to take you like if you were traveling at the speed of light it would take you 1800 it would take you 1800 years to get there yeah. we can't even get to like one 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 hundredth the speed of light so it would take us like so it's a couple million okay. years to get there my point long with story this short, is we would never get it's there. so 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 fucking far away that obviously we're not yeah they're not coming here well i mean maybe they could i don't we don't know what they are, their advancements are we're not going there anytime soon but in saying that though with the exact same sun i mean obviously think about the conditions there if you have something that has the conditions like our earth does then you'd be stupid to think that there's not at least some sort of life the universe is like pretty much infinite right if the odds of us dumbasses being the only thing in the entire universe is so small. It's stupidly small. Like, it's ignorant to think that we're, like, the only one. We're special in any way. There's got to be other people out there. Maybe they're, like, cavemen at well, this not point. people. Well, you have to think, too. The, 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 the universe has been around for millions, if not billions of years. Who would, like, how many universe, how many civilizations like ours have risen, risen and fallen in that time? So, right. You know? Just, just right. to be, just so we're all on the same page, <clears throat> it would take, uh, there's a, uh, what is it here? It's called a phone, Moody. It is. No, 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 no. Okay. It's a handheld a device. Light, a, <laughs> <laughs> I don't like you. Please tell me that that got on there. Good. Thank it you. It would take, so it would take a spacecraft 
Uh, hold on, that's got to load because you don't get any service down here. <laughs> Aren't you connected to the Wi-Fi? Wi How many times have you been over here? Where's the Wi-Fi? Yeah, no, no, he's, he's too busy swiping or whatever that's called. <laughs> no, what's that called that you do when you text? It's called swipe, yeah, right? Swipe. I was talking about like swipe. Tinder. I was swiping like, Gary? <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? No, 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 no. That's no, no. no so that's basically, <laughs> it would take. It would take the spaceship New Horizons 18,449 years to travel one light year. So multiply that by 1,800, and that's how long it would take for a spaceship to travel. You're looking to, at a couple million, if not billion years. That is crazy. Yeah, you're never going to get there. Wow. Okay. And anyway. also, the universe is infinitely expanding. Right. So there is actually a point of space that if humans were to go light speed, we would never reach. Right. Because the speed of light is traveling there already, we would never get there. Right. So we're talking like the like the most large scale thing you can imagine. It's actually, I think it's it's large. Yeah, 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 it's, it's large. So, so at that speed, it would take thirty three million two hundred eight thousand two hundred years to get there. And then if the universe, and so if the universe was not expanding, expanding right, at all, right. so almost as old as Chainsaw is. Damn. Almost close. Almost. Yeah. Okay. He's been there actually. Yeah. <laughs> That's where he came from. <laughs> so, of course, Caballero's work does not mean that 2Mass 1928-1982-264012. Let's call it Steve. 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 Steve? Steve. Okay, we'll call it Steve. Yeah. Steve the Sun. Yes, please grab me another Are you sure right? you don't want a high life? Uh, are they cold? Put yeah. those in the fridge, by the way. We need to put They're those in cold. the fridge. They're still cold. They're icy cold. They were in the beer cave. Yeah, I'll just take a, a freaking high life, Riley. Yeah, that's right, high life, Riley. <laughs> Cuban B. Yeah. <laughs> High Life Riley. Anyway, so he points out that there are many stars in the region of the sky that are too dim to be included in the catalog. Right. Okay. So they're so not. There's more, there's more sun like stars, but they're not bright enough. They're not, they're bright not as bright right. that they can't see that they're there. Right. Okay. So one of these could be the source. And there are some 66 other stars in the catalog that Caballero identified as potential candidates, but with less strong evidence. Okay. Right. These match the sun's temperature, but data about their luminosity and radius is currently incomplete, so they don't know enough about it. So future data releases from Gaia and other mapping projects might yet reveal them as matches. I like it. I love it, dude. I love I you love want some more of still... it. <laughs> I was gonna do the thing. <laughs> I do. I actually fucking do. Like I can't get enough, my friend. I like they it. tried so hard. I love it. This is I like tomorrow. No, it's all in your head. So hard. I can't get enough. I, okay, well, I only knew that first part, dude. Well, well, I don't even part. know what you guys are talking about. Mom listens to the country, dude. I don't know oh, what you yeah, want from that's me. Rough. Go ahead. What are you Sorry. saying? Uh, I'm just saying, like, this like the fact that like you look from where where they were at in nineteen seventy seven. To where we're at now is a relatively short period of time in the grand scheme of things. And we've gone from like, like, if you look like they couldn't even, they couldn't even go back and look to where they were at right away. Cause they were just like circling with the rotation of the earth and all that. And now they have a pretty good idea of what the fuck is in that exact area. Down yeah. to how many sun like stars there might be. Right. And like potential, like it's just it's fucking insane. And they're making advancements it's every so day. So fucking awesome. Every well, day. if you think about it, so fifty years ago was what nineteen seventy seven was less than fifty years ago. Yeah. So it was forty five years ago, just about. Think about that. Forty five years ago, we were so like primitive compared to now. Think about forty five years before that, nineteen twenty seven. Like we've oh, just yeah. been like yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely like blowing up technology wise ever yeah. since the advent of the microchip. It's and ever computers. since the fucking aliens came and we got their technology in the forties, bro. It's the Germans, bro. They're talking to aliens and shit. I know. Germans were the aliens. Wait, what? <clears throat> Maybe. Mm, what? 
We brought all the the Germans were super into like the the occult and aliens they and were, shit, yeah. and then we brought their scientists over here. Yep. Hell Hydra. And all of a sudden, what? Here we are. <laughs> you said Hell Hydra, right? Yeah, Hydra. Okay. Yeah. All right. I didn't want this podcast. <laughs> Woo! That might have gotten flagged or something. I didn't want that to happen. Yeah. No. no that's, that's, yeah. <laughs> that was the Marvel reference. Uh, NSA, please, please yeah. don't come after yeah. us. And drink up, by the way. <laughs> it just there you go. Also, yeah. Riley likes Hitler. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> Oh, he had, a, he had a cool mustache, right? I got the mustache! No, he ruined, not... he ruined a cool yes, mustache. Do not judge the mustache didn't, because didn't, of the well, man. Didn't fucking, was it Magic Johnson? Who the no, hell? Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan, he's the one who did yeah, the mustache. Jordan, Jordan, yeah. He tried to bring it back, it didn't work. Yeah, well, but you know what? He didn't get a whole he lot of flack about he it. He could have done anything he wanted Yeah, to. because he's like the goat. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he, 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 bah. he handled it. Yeah, bah. Yeah. What the fuck is wrong with So, for the moment... We believe that Steve is our best bet. <laughs> Steve, this is one. I had already forgotten you. about Steve. <laughs> I'm, like, Steve. I'm like Steve. That's the next. Oh yeah, Steve. That's okay. that's our name. We're for... gonna call the. That's where we think that it came from. Right. Two we think that two mass one nine two eight one nine eight two dash two six four zero one two three is Steve. We'll call it Owen. Owen. It's got to be Owen. Owen. So we believe that Owen is the best bet and a good candidate for future study. Caballero yeah. says an obvious goal would be to look for signs of um, exoplanets orbiting the star. Yeah, so it'd be like, if the sun is the same, that's what we were talking about. If the sun's the same exact as ours. Then there's got to be... There'd be planets orbiting, yeah. and why not? If Let's there's hope. one... Well, if there's one in the fucking habitable zone, man. Well, that's called that's called the Goldilocks zone in in astronomical terms. So it's like where the yeah. sun, the Earth, the planets that are orbiting the sun and like where we are at Earth. Mm -hmm. There's like a specific zone where it not can, too hot, not, yeah, too, not cold. too hot, not too cold. Good, Otherwise known as the habitable zone. Yeah, I believe. I exactly. just said that. Exactly. He literally just said that. That's, Goldilocks. That was my point. I got you, bro. I got you, bro. But the, wow, <laughs> real quick, real quick, so though. much hostility. Real quick, the the thing is though is that what. What difference would it make if we found out that, hey, there is something out there emitting radio signals that we can intercept? What the fuck? What would that do? mean to us? <laughs> what what would we do, do with that information? I don't think I don't think There's it's about, so far away to even get to. Yeah, I don't think it's who about, knows how many years it took to get to us. Would it just be proving that we're not alone? I um, yes, pretty much. Yeah, that's all really I think that's all it is. How do you think we would handle that as a people? Oh, as people, a universe? Would lose, people would lose their shit. I think it would be great because fucking people would start. Dude, religion would go religion out the would window. Be People would just yeah. lose no, their no, fucking no, minds. not necessarily because it might you, just shift though. It, it would just shift. Wait, because, wait, wait, wait. Because, space Jesus. Well, well, no, 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 because dude, Jesus. My, if you look at the theory, my theory on religion is if yeah. you look at if you look at all that, everything comes from the sky in religion. Dude, man. you and Ken right. Oboe. Everything's, would get everything's along great. in space. Everything's in the sky, bro. Yeah, but that's not my point. What I'm saying, well, I guess I, it kind of is. You like, know what I mean? It would, I think it would just shift religion. When it comes to religion, especially like we have religious listeners out there, we're not, which is fine, knocking you guys around or anything like that but uh, remember in the beginning god created the heavens and the earth okay that's what it says in the bible right so that is the heavens just because it's it pinpointed specifically the earth they're that's just true. going to say that's something yeah. that was created by god yeah. so god created that as well that's but what then, they will do and then it's going to be though well why isn't that mentioned anywhere well well you have to think though there was the so there's the heliocentric model which was pretty much that, like the Earth was the center of the universe, which is the sun. So the the, yeah, the geocentric the model yeah. was that the Earth was the center of the universe, which was everything then was all revolved around the Earth. Yeah. And, yeah. Then the and then when Galileo came along and proved, and he was actually like killed for this. When who came around? Galileo. 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 <laughs> Galileo. Figaro. Man, never go. Oh, oh, oh. So 
I'm just a poor boy. Nobody, Nobody loves me. <laughs> I was waiting for backup. That's all I was waiting for. But Go long ahead. story short, religion has been shifting completely since it was, you know, even Judaism before Jesus and all that. It's, yeah. it's, it's, all, it's always been, been evolving. So who's to say that maybe we're, you know, if we discover that, hey, holy fuck, we're not the only person. Do you think that the world would stop... My question, I guess, is do you think that we would stop fighting each <laughs> Three other? Three hours later. <laughs> do you think that we would stop fighting each other and be no. like, holy shit, no. like, we, no. we need to like no find these people way. and figure out what the hell's no. going on? Are we, we need to find these people and fuck them up. <laughs> yeah, that's what yes. I'm saying. Like, well, okay, so here's the thing with them? that. And this is what I love about this whole idea. Right. Okay. Is that there is literally nothing you can do about that situation. Other than accepting the yeah. fact that there is something else out there. But we don't know what it is. We don't know what it is, but we can't get to it. Hey. We can't fuck with it. We can't do it. Now, don't get me wrong. There's hey. probably going to be someone that's going to be on. like, this is our devout thing. We're going to find out what it is. So guess what? What? I'm gonna. We're going to find out what it might be. How? It's in here. It it's is. It's in the notes. Continue. It is. Keep Ooh. going. We're going to find out what that might be, and you're going to love every minute of it. Well, it also, with um, um, Owen, could also be pri uh, prioritized for studying the radio part of the spectrum as well, sure. too. So, yeah, yeah. Which they should, I believe. So what else could it be? Could it still be an alien signal coming from a distant planet? Eman isn't convinced it's aliens either. Well, he's an asshole. Yeah. There are many phenomena that show sudden appearances and disappearances of radio signals, including fast radio bursts, or FRBs. Uh, Ferbs. 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 Phineas and Ferbs. Now, I was going to say that, you <laughs> bitch. <laughs> Damn it. Which are mysterious radio bursts with hotly debated astrophysical origins that generate irregular si signals. <laughs> like a bunch of scientists like, no, it's this. And like, I'll bet my lab coat that it's not that. <laughs> I'll eat my lab coat. <laughs> you got to buy me new tape for my glasses if I'm right. Take that pocket protector out. You're not worthy. <laughs> So anyway, they last only a millisecond or so. Yeah, okay. very, short. yeah. very short. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell! Oh my god! And that's why you can't search us on Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Fucking tears over. Oh, man. So fast radio bursts or Riley's are intense, <laughs> are intense bursts of radio emission that have durations of milliseconds and exhibit the characteristic dispersion sweep of radio pulsars. Oh, yeah, the first was discovered in 2007 by Lorimer. Um, although it was actually observed some six years earlier in archival archival data from a pulsar uh, survey of the um, Magellanic Magellan Magellan yeah, like Magellan Magellanic yeah yeah Magellanic Magellanic thank it's you Clouds. Magellan yeah was the... I don't know why you guys correct him it's so much fun watching him struggle <laughs> Megalonic just let him go you're the kind of kid Megalonic those damn Magellanic clouds <laughs> so it was dubbed the Lormal Lormer burst uh, many verbs have since been uh, recorded including several that have been detected to repeat in seemingly irregular ways. Most FURBs are extra uh, extra galactic, but the first Milky Way FRB FURB was detected by the Chime Radio Telescope in April of 2020. Yeah, they oh, just shit. They really just, recently. They yeah. just noticed they just found an FRB from the Milky Way. Oh. So is this like saying like a star blew up or something, and they're getting the radio waves? They don't from know. That? They have no idea. It's possible. It's that's just like a high hot, frequency. That's why it's hotly debated. <laughs> Fuck, dude, keep up. That's why they're in there going, no, that's not. Listen, I'm just trying to keep this in layman's terms for everyone else listening. I'm trying to be the outside guy. I don't know what else we can do. 
<laughs> so when the FRBs are polarized, it indicates that they are emitted from a source contained within an extremely powerful magnetic field. The exact origin and cause of the FRBs are still the subject of investigation. See, if you just shut up and listen. <laughs> <laughs> Proposals for their origin range from a rapidly rotating neutron star nice. and a black hole Ooh. to extraterrestrial intelligence, of course. <laughs> Yeah, if the obviously. Big, if the big ear picked up only the tail, uh, the tail end of such an emission, the data could look similar to the wow signal. Yep. So Eman has speculated, quote, the issue with the feed horns is something no one can explain, including me. Harris said, quote, there is some data out there to, to suggest the issue is at the telescope end and not the phenomenon itself. Oh. So they're blaming the freaking, the junk piece of shit somebody shit made. on that theory, man. Damn. Way to go, Ohio State. He just doesn't want to be wrong in his comments. Yeah, maybe, they, maybe, maybe they shouldn't have spent so much money on the the. But Eamon, Eamon was just like, well, we don't think that the comments could do that. And then that fucking Paris guy's like, well, your telescope's a piece of shit. So. <laughs> There's See, some scientific that's like science, a science fight, dude. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's like a diss track for scientists. Yeah. <laughs> so it is possible that the signal could have been caused by a glitch in the big ear telescope. Okay. But but yet that no, glitch. No, that's so Boring. There's no way. Well, whether it's boring or not, it's, it's, what happens, be, I mean, it could be true. Though. What happens with that? Though, but how is, sad would that be? We're all like speculating. All oh, this was the fucking the 70s shit on us. Like their technology sucked. Some dude, some dude touched it and like the electric. <laughs> it was like a fucking static shock. It was just like, whoa, like, hey. like the Loch Ness monster. So why was it? Dick. <laughs> why was it not replicated? <laughs> because the same dude never touched it again. He was fired yeah, right he, afterwards. He got. He died. See, Bill, you gotta see, get the fuck out, man. I, I honestly like. I thought that too. Reading this, I'm like, well, if it was like an issue with the telescope, you would think that they would have eventually something would have happened, and they could have been like, oh, I bet you that's what that was from, right? Because there's right. a short in this, or, right? You know what I mean? So you're saying in the last like 44 or 45 years, this has never been replicated. They've never caught it again. So yeah. then it's got to be something in space. Because yeah. you know they've been fucking around touching buttons and shit. Oh, maybe it was this. And well, that's what I mean. Like if there was something working. wrong with a telescope, you'd think that it would have manifested in some way at some point after that. Or even but... relatively close to the same like frequency or yeah. some the same intensity. Yeah. Some dude working from the cable company out there trying to figure shit out. Like, man, <laughs> I, don't, I didn't do that. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, they got spectrum out there. Like, motherfucker. Right. Right. <laughs> it's gotta be Cox. No, it, it was wow. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's why wide it's open west, ladies and gentlemen. No. Wide open west. Yeah, if you're not if you're not from the area here in Ohio. I don't know if they have WoW everywhere. I don't know. No, it's a everywhere. cable company. Anyway, whatever. Yeah. yeah, the guy was like, "That's it's like, what happened here? He's like, yeah, WoW. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it is from Ohio. Who, who knows? It is, yeah. yeah I mean, it was in Ohio. Yeah, it was in Ohio, too. Could you imagine that's what it was? The dude was just like, it's just the fucking cable dude out there. <laughs> Didn't want to say it. Like he wasn't. Yeah, that's the wow wasn't like an exclamation. It was. It was a fucking answer to what happened. Well, if you look, the fucking name of the company is W O W exclamation point. That's what I'm saying, dude. No, Whoa. it was. He actually. He wrote it down to remember he was coming. <laughs> <laughs> he scheduled the appointment on the phone. Yeah, and everyone's like, "No, it's got to be this." He's like. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, no, that's a crazy signal. I don't know what happened. Just, oh, sorry. Kind of showed up. So was that Whoa. or was it Whoa. not ET? Nobody knows. Dude, that was weird. What yeah, happened? I had my own wild signal there. <laughs> no, like all of a sudden, like everything went like this, like left ear, right ear, left ear, right ear, and oh, now it's weird. back in both. That's weird. 
Yeah, it was crazy. That's what you get for talking shit about WoW. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> They're out there like, no, like, oh, okay. okay. <laughs> you want to talk shit? Okay. <laughs> so again here, it says, was that ET or was it not ET? Nobody knows. Okay, that's a quote from Seth Shostak, senior astronomer at that the Institute. That dude's a fucking wet blanket on this whole yeah, thing, man. He, he I've been noticing like that. Well, like he's the also stuff that an, I was reading. He's, he's an astronomer. So. He is an astronomer. Right. So quote, nobody has ever found another explanation for what that might have been. It's like you hear chains rattling in your attic and you think, my God, ghosts are real. But then you never hear them again. Who so the fuck puts chains think? in their attic? Chains. Oh, I thought you said chains. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, who keeps changing their attic? I'm going to start. It's <laughs> <laughs> a couple of quarters. Just I have my own wow Just come, home, come home from work, empty my pockets and throw it in. Like, <laughs> Open the door. <laughs> I was so confused. Eventually, it'd be like the Goonies. I'll go up there and find a treasure trove. You know what I mean? Man, that'd be pretty fucking cool. So most importantly, Showstock says that if the signal wouldn't have had wow written across it, no one would ever have heard of it. One-off signals like these are one-off signals like these uh, were common back in the early days of SETI when observatory computers were too primitive to notify astronomers of discoveries in real time or perform rapid-fire follow-up. So he's saying that the only reason this is a big deal is because somebody noticed it. Yeah, pretty much. That it happens all the time, but somebody happened to notice I, this one. I feel like if it happened all the time, he wouldn't have written "Wow" next right. to it, though. Right. Yeah. You know what point. I mean? That's a good point. Yeah. Like if it's something they saw all the time, he would just been like, "Man, there's one of those again." <laughs> and not like oh shit what the fuck is that yeah you know wow yeah <laughs> so despite uncertainties on signals picked up from across space scientists continue to look for signs of alien life for instance nasa's TESS mission hopes to find exoplanets the effort has already led to the discovery of quote hot saturn planet oh sexy <laughs> hot yeah. saturn it's just saturn in a bikini yeah. <laughs> you know who found that you know who found that who found the it? astronomer the yeah. astronomer <laughs> like look at the ass on that planet there's one hot saturn <laughs> <laughs> Put the rings on that. Yeah, I was about to say, look at the rings on that boy. Damn. So that Wait, planet, that planet, is, <laughs> what? What? That planet is TOI one nine seven point zero one. Toy. Yeah, toy. Toy. So lead author Lisa Kaltenegger, a professor of astronomy in the College of Arts and Sciences and director of Cornell's Carl Sagan Institute, said that life might exist in different types of worlds. Oh. But what we know is that there is a world like ours who can support life. Thus, it makes sense to search for Earth-like planets. There has to be at least yeah. one, dude. Absolutely. Yeah, I, uh, there's it, actually been math done on this, like the, the, the plausibility of like how many Earth-like planets are in each like galaxy around mm -hmm. us and stuff. And it's like it's like one in a trillion, but it's still like... It's there. It's there. And we Unless there's so some tyrant else. out there going up and blowing them all up because we suck. Now that, now you're getting into a whole new thing. We can't get into yeah, that. You're talking yeah, about Galactus yeah, now? Yeah, yeah like Galactus, yes. the, the world eater. Yes. Just going, mm, they have human-like people. Eat them. Nerd. Told you this was going to be nerdy. <laughs> <laughs> so all this being said, we found a race of aliens originating from the constellation of Sagittarius. <laughs> Told you. These guys could have been it. the ones that sent the signal. Yeah. You want to know about them, right? I would love to. Know. I think you want to know about them. Well, we're going to tell you about them. Yeah? Whether you want to know or not. Good. All right. Because this is need-to-know information. Bellatricians oh. are one of many races stated by people to be an actual existing species of extraterrestrial life. I mean, it makes sense. As such, they appear in alien conspiracy theories, most notably those expressed by Sheldon Nidal and his life partner, Colleen Marshall. Of course his name's okay. Sheldon. <laughs> Sheldon. Fuck that guy. Anyway, bellatricians are stated as being a bipedal 
dinosaurian reptilian hybrid <laughs> with scaly multicolored skin that seems to possess a sort of luminosity. Oh. These scales are similar in design to those of a crocodile and can be green, yellow, brown, oh. or even red in coloration. Sounds sexy. With this in mind, green and yellow are the dominant scale colors. <laughs> Overall, well, they are yeah. very scaly and bony. A large bony crest surrounds their upper head while a small bony crest runs up the middle of the back and connects to the larger crest found on the top of the head. Told you, sexy. Their eyes are large and protruding and can be either red or dull yellow in hue, Oh, resembling those of Earth's reptiles. Beautiful. They are set forward on the face just above and to either side of their very small nose. These eyes have been stated by Colin Marshall, of course. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah. As, quote, conveying more warmth than I had ever thought possible. Oh, so she's seen them is what she said. Yeah, uh, that's okay. what it sounds like, right. yeah. Wow. Their mouth, I wonder if it was on Hot Saturn. It might, maybe. Maybe that's what she called them. Oh, maybe. Yeah, yeah that's my friend Hot Saturn. <laughs> <laughs> She'll be at Juicy Lucy's this Thursday. <laughs> Their mouth, ha mouth has thin lips that run from one side of the head to the other, presumably filled with razor-sharp teeth. Oh, so she doesn't know. Oh, she no, she's never seen the teeth, I guess. They never smiled? No. Well, I mean, would you? Uh, no, nah, probably not. If you were a reptilian? Nah, probably not. <laughs> Ears are tympanic in nature, like, like a frog's. Oh, sure, yeah. The only sign of their existence is a circular patch of extra smooth three inch in diameter area on either side of the head just behind the eyes. So, wow. so the ears are they're hidden. right in this they're area. Hidden. Yeah. They're right on the head. Thin hands <laughs> are attached to their arms and are armed with six long clawed fingers. Six. Six. Count yeah. The feet have five toes, which Ooh. end in small yet very sharp claws. Six fingers, five toes. Correct. Freddy Krueger like. Kind of. Sounds like something. Yeah. Bond up in Chernobyl. It's yeah. true. <laughs> While they do possess a tail, it is short, only extending to the feet, although it is thick like that of a crocodilian. <laughs> they exhibit sexual dimorphism. Oh, oh told you. Hot Saturn, baby. Hot Saturn. With best. males being slightly shorter than the females. Oh, yeah. It's nice. These reptilian creatures are notable for their great skills in leadership and diplomacy. They speak in a very coarse and guttural tone. Their speech like one of those throat things. Thomas, I am going to. Uh, or that one of those guys, uh, the guys that do the throat singing. Yeah, oh, like the who? Uh, the the band, band, who? Yeah. yeah, those they're guys are amazing. Mongolians. Yes. My daughter loves it. So, dude, it's badass. It. She's like, can we listen to that band that sings funny? I'm like, yep. Dude. <laughs> Didn't uh -huh. Papa Roach do something with them, too? Uh, who cares? Uh, but it's such a good song. <laughs> <laughs> who cares? So their speech is also filled with deep growling and hissing noises. Ooh. They require between five to eight hours of sleep daily. <laughs> Must be nice. <laughs> I don't even get that. Yeah. Where did you get this information? Oh, shh. Yeah. Can I? Is it we're, we're in the zone. Okay, all right. We're going for I it. I just want to know where the fuck this is all coming from. The Bellatricians migrated from the constellation of Sagittarius around 25 million years ago. Yeah, buddy. Into the area surrounding the constellation of Orion. Okay. Okay. They are now found some 112.5 light years from Earth. Oh. Right? For the past okay. six million years, they were in like charge it. of all former alliance forces for our sector of the Milky Way galaxy. Yes. So they're just handling business. <sighs> this is good. I like this. However, they were finally accepted into the Galactic Federation 
far more recently. Approximately Good. just three years ago. You know what? They deserve it. Yeah. They fucking deserve it. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty... They've been doing... They've been putting in work, Do man. you remember the TV show V? Yes. That's what this sounds like. That's what I picture, yeah. Yeah. It, it sounds like the, the V guys. Yeah, I can see that. And if you guys don't remember that show, they tried to reboot it. It was actually not bad when they rebooted it. I didn't watch the rebooted it, The one. reboot was actually pretty good. They only stopped it like after a season or two, though, unfortunately. Yeah, I didn't I didn't get a chance to, to watch. Well, the original was great, though, yeah. because it was in the 80s. Yeah. So former members of the League of Orion, it is stated that the Bellatricians re uh, presented themselves as tyrannical overlords in the Milky Way galaxy for eons. They're fucking dicks. During this time, they were the oppressive ruling class for the Draconian Empire. Oh, yeah. However, of, of course. Everyone knows the Draconian Empire. <laughs> right. yeah, However, now they are attempting a transformation and aspire to be accepted as trustworthy members of the galaxy. They are you now. At, wait, hold on. So they're 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 basically. They fucked up back in the day. Give them a chance, man. Okay. okay. They're trying to atone are for we, this. Are we in man. this galactic federation? Of course we are. But like, we can't stop killing each other. Yeah, they don't care about what we do to each other as long as we don't fuck with them. Yep. Oh. Well, do you care if another alien race was killing each other as long as they weren't fucking with us? I mean, it's, it's like asking me if I care if Palestinians and Israelis are killing each other. Do you? No. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, the what is it? The, the enemy of my enemy is, is my, my friend. friend. Yeah. Who's our enemy in that situation? Everyone. Moody. <laughs> the ones without oil. So, Moody, who's your enemy? My enemy? Yeah. Everybody that's not in this room it's or a, in my family? They're all my friends. All right. Great. Yes, there you go. <laughs> so, however, now they are attempting a transformation and aspire to be accepted, right? Okay. They're yeah, very they're trying to get better, man. They're a very curious and benevolent group that wish to connect with Earth and exchange perspectives yes. on our shared history. Yes. They are also open to connecting with those who wish to have an experience during dream time. Oh. Ooh. Sexy Saturn or hot Saturn, whatever. Hot <laughs> sexy Saturn. Sexy Saturn's even better. That's way better than hot Saturn. <laughs> it that is was the sequel. <laughs> sexy Uranus. <laughs> it is proposed that the more open and accepting the humanity can be, the more likely we are to attract an otherworldly experience. The Bellatricians have expressed their sincere desire to make amends for the atrocities they have performed throughout the ages. They're trying their hardest to let go of their natural self-serving attitude and are learning to embrace the joy received when in service to others. They wish to have a gentle introduction to those who can open their hearts and forgive them for what they represented in the past and instead accept who they are today. They are very solemn and serious beings and thereby do not grasp the concept of humor, especially that which is derived from the misfortune of others. So what about their technology? Let's talk about that. Yeah, they got a little, there's, there's a little bit. So they have a scout craft. Uh, it looks like dew drops, right? Yeah. 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 And, and beetles. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sure. And can vary in length from uh, 100 to 400 feet. Yeah. That's that, that's happened. They have a mothership. They do. I mean, every good alien civilization has a mothership. Yeah. And it looks like large tadpoles. Yeah. Right. Well, Which would make sense because sure. of who they look like, right? Yeah. So it's very reptilian and very, yeah. like, you know, okay. Not that tadpoles are reptilian, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, okay. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. And very enormously in length. They vary in enormously in length. So there's. Yeah. I mean, they could be small. They could right. be huge. From one to 400 miles. That's, that's, that's a variance. That's sure. <laughs> <laughs> could they be the source of the signal? Maybe. I think we're on to something. Can I ask a question, though? Y yes, you may. Why don't we have a mothership? 
or do we? Do they like? Would you consider the space station our mothership, like the International Space Station? I consider, is that our mothership? I consider Earth our, is our mothership. M- mothership. mothership. <laughs> Mother and a father. <laughs> Hello, mother. Where the fuck is Mayweather? <laughs> <laughs> so Earth. Earth is our mother. Earth is the mothership. Yeah. Right. They call it Mother Earth. But we can't like like a mothership. Hey, see that? Yeah, but that's actually that goes back to the whole Gaia thing. Gaia is is Mother Earth. Earth. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. 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 Sure. If we Uh want to talk about an actual ship, though, sure. That's what I'm saying, though. Because, like, like a a mothership, the tools around the galaxy, dropping off little ships to go fuck up other stuff, right? But, like, my question is. We don't have that. We can't can't drive Earth around. Wait, what's the thing from Star Trek called? What's the one from Star Trek called? Their their main ship in Star Trek? The Enterprise. Enterprise. Yeah, we don't have that yet. It's not really a mothership either, though. I think it kind of is, though. It's like their main. Elon Musk is working on it. Dogecoin? Well, he put that on blast, didn't he? Dude, yeah, he did. Dude, when he went on SNL, he dropped that shit by 40%. Yeah, dude, I'm not even joking. Like, the next day, I, I saw mine because I bought into some. Of course, of course you did. You did. Trying yeah. to make it look like... And holy dope. crap, it was like... What about game? No, we're going to get in a rabbit hole. We yeah, 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 yeah. Stocks right now. So listen, passengers. All right. So it's the Bellatricians. It's the Bellatricians. It has to be. Okay. A little bit more lighthearted and nerdy episode for you guys with all the alien talk around these days, which we're going to have more coming up here with our buddy Jeff coming back in just about a week or so. Woo. We figured this would be a fun episode to speculate on. So uh, first and foremost, I'm going to go with Logan. Logan, what do you think of all the scenarios in here? What do you think? Uh, I think the Bellatricians are the ones that are causing all this. Okay. They're, they're pretty sexy. I'm a little interested about it. Logan, uh, Riley? I I don't think it's the, the Bellatricians <laughs> from fandom.com. I don't think it's them. I, I think it's probably something a little less, you know, fandom.com <laughs> potentially. Ish. 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 I think it is probably, dude, something blew up out in millions of light years away, or, you know, we reflected some space shit back at us. So you're a skeptic. I'm a skeptic. You're, the, you're the wet blanket on this whole project. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And, uh,. <laughs> Dare I ask? <laughs> Dare I even fucking ask, Moody? Two words. Okay. Space Sasquatch. <laughs> yes. The astronomers are looking at Asquatch. <laughs> yes, space. they're looking for Asquatch no, honestly, in space. I, honestly, I don't know. I think I, I, in my head and my heart, love to believe that it's aliens, but, you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, truthfully with me, what I lean towards is the uh, them finding that star in that same area. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And You never know, man. And that possibly having you know something, something coming yeah. through it and the only reason I, I think that is is because if they to me like if you if you bring it down to like basic <laughs> shit it's like okay we, wow we have this that place how, here that's how the bellatricians yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have this place here there's no way that there there isn't something whether it's freaking would you say 580 billion miles away or whatever it is 33 million yeah whatever it is there's no way that they can't. We'll get there eventually. That that that, that, that can't exist someplace else. No, you know I, I mean? absolutely. I mean, and that, the funny thing is, like, the other thing is, is you have they they call the observable universe. You have the known universe. The and there's shit past that that we can't see anyways. It's so fucking far away though. Like the odds of something like that getting to us are really slim. But you never fucking know, man. Right. What they how say? old is the goddamn universe? Like fourteen. <sighs> that's what I mean. Like if shit has been evolving. If something was in, like, <clears throat> say, like, our star, like, our star never burnt out. Like, the sun keeps going for however many, you know, it's billions of years it's going to keep going, right? Where the fuck? 
assuming we don't kill our own race of human beings we will think about but think about that though like if you believe in evolution you believe where you get to certain whatever where do you think like where we could like you were stating earlier how far we've come since like the 20s like like till now in a hundred years right yeah fucking multiply that and extend that over a billion years like who fucking knows where we're gonna be yeah so if there was a planet like ours in a zone like ours that mirrored kind of where we were at that started this billions of years ago who fucking knows right i'm with you know Moody I mean? on that no i agree who knows? I'm angry. yeah 100 i agree i think i think it's foolish like like john we've talked about this like you you believe there might be some other but you're not you're not of the impression that they've ever come to visit us correct right? I, I don't believe so and i think that that's fine but but, but i think again, that though, that's a fine thing but the people who are out there that will say there is nothing. There is no way that there is something else out there in You're, this universe. That's I think it's ignorance. a ridiculous way it's to ignorance. think. But listen, no, I, what that does and why I believe that uh, particular hypothesis just backs up how I feel. No, I, and that's you know fine. What I mean? Them finding a star sure. identical to ours, yeah. but it being so fucking far away, yeah. that means to me, yes, there is a very high probability that there is another planet like ours or at least similar or whatever. That could contain life. I'm not going to say humans, but they're so fucking far away. There's no fucking way they could have come. We here. don't. We well, don't know that. Let though. me let me pitch something. Well, we, I know, and I know what you're saying. I know yeah, what you're yeah, saying. yeah. But if they've had that chance, those billions of years to evolve, you don't know. What yeah, kind maybe, of they're, maybe they're maybe they're fucking have. way that's, older than us. That's yeah. the yeah. terrifying thing, though. Is is if Dad's theory that no one has ever, no other aliens or anything like that that, that are out there have visited us. That's fine. That means we're probably safe because it means they don't have the technology to do so. If they have the technology to travel millions of light years to get to us to then scout our planet out or everything, we don't stand a chance. So like if they're not friendly, it's it's over for us. So that leads to the hypothesis of like if aliens have been to our planet, are they here just to scout potential threats? Or are they here to see like do they look at us like we would look at an anthill? Like like, oh, it's it's they're 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 doing something, but but that's that fear. they're no threat to any of us. That's the fear there. And and I'm not trying to like dismay my own fear or whatever, because I don't give a shit. If they showed up, I'd either be dead or I'd be, you know, hanging out with them. That, those are the two options. <laughs> Think you know aliens mean? smoke weed? Oh, of course. Probably yeah. smoke their own. They sources. would. They, they probably have their own weed, dude. Space weed. Space weed. It's like that clutch song, Space Grass. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but no, I mean truthfully, and I know we we're kind of going on with this. First and foremost, we want to know what our listeners think yeah, yeah yeah we want to know do you guys first of all listening to the wow signal what wow. the fuck do, wow what the fuck do you think it was do you think it was something you know, or nothing do you do you think it was nothing or do you think it was something what are you working on what'd you do oh wow <laughs> what in the shit just happened hey. what the hell just happened what's going on no wait wow Wow, you're in good company. Wow, look at this. Wow, look at those guys. Wow, wow, wow. The wow, wow. signal's wow. back at it again. Wow. Wow. What do you guys think wow. this is? It's where Owen Wilson. Where did this come from? Wow, wow. wow. you're so dominant. Do you think wow. the aliens wow. sent Owen Wilson? Wow. 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 All right, I'll stop that. Anyway, oh, I was going to mute you. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> Thank you. So anyway, we want to know what you guys think. Do you think it was fucking Owen Wilson? Or do you think it was, you know, a, a star out in the freaking way the fuck out? Sagittarius. That, he's at way past, right? Or, 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 no, it's Sagittarius. Yeah. 
or was it that or was it you know what any of the other guys here have actually you know kind of said do you think it was ass squatches it could have been you know what i mean could yeah. have been an ass squatch could have been so was it was it hot saturn it might have been, hot, been saturn. hot saturn yeah sexy saturn which she'll be at uh, the lido lounge this saturday <laughs> showing everyone her black hole oh no hanging out with uranus <laughs> next Ooh. to the stage is sexy saturn <laughs> oh it's so gross. anyway we want to know what you guys think and uh but listen when you let us know what you guys think we want to know detail stuff. We want to know yeah. exactly like, like, do you, are you like, man, fuck that. That's stupid. There's no such thing. Right. Which I highly doubt that because you listen to this show. Yeah. Or do you have a Or different... you might just listen to the show because we're idiots and you think that, well, you know. I mean, that's true in either way. So yeah. We're, we're going to be idiots no matter what. Or are you just here it's just true. for the drinking contest? Yeah, or That's possibly. true. Today was a slow one. It was a, it was it was a like, slow there one. There was only like two or three. Yeah, there was only like two or three. Sorry, guys. We didn't get you yeah. fucked up enough. I feel I feel like we let him down. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Guess what? We're doing Fuck okay. It. Here we go. Yeah. 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 Bottoms up. Yeah. Yeah. Bottoms up. So listen, it is now time for my favorite part oh. of the show. It's the movies. Let me hold on. Where is it? There it is. <laughs> <laughs> So we're talking about the 10 best space horror movies. Not necessarily aliens, right? just, just space. space. Okay, and this is from Variety.com. Space, space, space horror movie. Space. There's a super scary <laughs> space horror movie. It's spacey. <laughs> All right, so number 10. 10. From 2017 is Life. Have you guys seen this? No, I have not. I, no. I, I love that movie. It's uh, actually... Like serial. It's with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. It's so like the game. Riley's boy. Oh, fuck that guy. And Ryan Reynolds. No, what do you mean? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Why fuck that guy? <laughs> no, you would. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, that has been confirmed, ladies and gentlemen. Listen, 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 listen. Don't, don't hate. Don't hate. Give him the opportunity. Yeah, he's, not, he's not really done many good things. You've seen Downey Darko? I said he's not done many good things. The I one, didn't say he didn't do any no, good The things. one good thing is all it takes. <laughs> Downey Darko doesn't sound, make up for all of his other movies. You like, sound, you sound like a, a wife that's been with her husband bubble, too long. Bubble Boy trumps everything in his fucking catalog, okay? Oh, oh yeah, I geez. forgot he was in that. Yeah. Bubble Boy, dude. Yeah. Don't ruin this for me, movie. Just saying, bro. All right, so if you're not familiar with life, while not a bomb, it grossed $100 million worldwide. See? It's strange that this smart little creature feature didn't get more attention upon its release, especially considering the all-star cast of Jake Gyllenhaal, which is Riley's man crush, mm -hmm. and Ryan Reynolds, which is mine and Logan's man crush. Ooh, <laughs> it's a family affair. Oh. A crew collecting soil samples from Mars finds Age a strange on organism. <laughs> I so wish I was Peter Griffin. That morphs from a gelatinous substance <laughs> to a full-on monster. Yes, it is an alien throwback, but an effective and squirm-inducing one with a killer ending. I have seen this one. I thought it was okay. Is it? I've never, yeah, I've never eh, seen it. It was all right. It's basically like, you know. Wait, when did that come out? Uh, 17. Yeah, Life. Okay, yeah, I, I remember seeing the previews for that. It, like, was, a, it was a good movie. Is that I the just... one with like the, I don't know, the one previews like the, there's something going on, like the dude stick his hand in there and he, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, 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 I remember yeah. the previews, thinking impressive. it looked okay. but It's anyway. yeah. basically. Um, well, this movie's um, been out for so long. Can it's I like Venom. Yeah, it's like a symbiote. Okay. The first thing that happens in that, they kill Ryan Reynolds, man. Yeah, yeah well, that's yeah, my boy. Yeah. Why would you kill off the best looking dude in the movie? That's what I'm saying. Exactly. That's why it didn't do so well. Ryan Reynolds, we're talking to you, buddy. Come Love be a guest on the show. And dude, fuck yeah, man. Have us ogle you the entire time. Did you see? <laughs> wait, 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 real quick. We got to start getting some of these guys out. Like, did you see that Shaq admitted that he saw a fucking yep. UFO and shit? Freaking Baker. Baker? Yep. 
Yes. Fuck, man. Someone get us in touch with Baker Mayfield, damn it. I'm pretty and Ryan Reynolds. Number yes. nine, Dead yeah. Space Downfall from 2008. Never heard of it. One doesn't need to be familiar with the video game Dead Space to appreciate this animated space horror film directed by Chuck Patton of Film Ronin. Patton reportedly said he wanted uh, wanted it to be the goriest animated feature from the studio, and it would appear he succeeded. Very nice. Set in an alien planet in 2508, the plot centers on the discovery of an artifact that leads to creatures called necromorphs, reanimated mutated corpses, so zombies. Zombies, I guess. It's a beautifully animated, bloody good time. Sounds good. I've never heard of that. That actually sounds super cool. Number eight, Solaris from 1972. I think I've seen this I've seen this movie. While some might debate using the moniker horror to describe this cerebral sci-fi tale from Russia. It's like a psychological type deal. It's from Russia, helmed by Andrei Tarkovsky. Oh, does Yuri know him? I uh, went to school with him. Oh, did you? Yes, only till third grade. Oh, very nice. Did he, was, he made some pretty good movies? It's a good movie. Yeah. I I think. Okay. You know, see. No, I've seen it. You have I seen it. I want to know what you think about it, though. I think, you know, a little cheesy. You yeah. Know, but I, I, yeah, I like. from the 70s. I yeah. like, yeah, you know, bit 70s. Bow chicka wow wow, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. This has none of that. Big bush. Bush. Big. big. <laughs> That's how, what I like. The bush. It's great. Yeah. The, you like the beer or the actual bush? Yes. Oh, okay. So it's one of the most uh, terrifying entries into this whole thing here. Psychologist Chris Kelvin is sent to a space station orbiting the planet Solaris. And while there, he begins seeing things and views an eerie farewell message from a previous occupant who has killed himself. Mm. Things come to a head when his late wife makes an appearance and just won't stay dead. Just like a woman always late. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Shots there goes fired. all the female right, viewers. Fellas. Oh, they all know. They I'm all just, know. I'm ki- please don't write any hate mail. <laughs> if you have any hate mail, <laughs> there's an ex- uh, existential dread around the uh, surroundings that is more powerful than most pure horror. Influence. I have seen this. I, 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 I have seen it way back in the day. It's been a long fucking time, but. Number seven on the list is Life Force from 1985. Life Force. We are Life Force. <laughs> another another fucking serial reference. Dude, life, life force. Why don't we call paramedics the life force? Dude, that would be amazing. They should be called that. That's awesome. That's a great idea. An electrician should be called Power Rangers. <laughs> I like it. I mean, why well, not? What would you call a plumber? <laughs> I don't know. Water boys? I don't know. <laughs> That's fucked up. <laughs> so based on the 1976 novel, The Space Vampires, this is an effective little thriller about, well, space vamp- vampires, including one sexy female vamp. Oh, yeah. Toby. Was she from Hot Saturn? <laughs> <laughs> Might be. Toby Hooper uh, directed a script um, uh, directed a script by alien screenwriter Dan O'Bannon and John J- Jacoby, and like many films those of its some, ilk. some heavy hitters. Yeah, those there. are big names, yeah. It was a box office failure that went on to become a cult favorite. The makeup and special effects help elevate this movie above basic fare. And as a bonus, you get Patrick Stewart pre-Picard. Nice, dude. Patrick Stewart's awesome. That actually sounds awesome. Great, man. Number six. It, the terror from beyond space from 1958. I've never seen that one. Black and white as fuck. It's hard to imagine that without this low-budget movie shot in two weeks, (laughs) there might not be an alien, let alone the countless homages that followed. Set in the uh, future, 1973. (laughs) When a ship leaves Mars for Earth, bringing a sole survivor 
and an indestructible creature as a stowaway. Alien screenwriter O'Bannon has cited this film as an inspiration, and it's easy to see the two share the same DNA. While flashier and uh, slicker films have followed, it still packs a punch with a creature that is surprisingly effective more than 60 years later. I like it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Next up, number five is Sunshine. I have seen this. I have not seen this. uh, From 2007. Um, It's cool. A group of very attractive astronauts. Oh, very nice. Chris Evans. Yeah, of course. It's your boy, Chris yeah, Evans. Of course. Of course. Uh, but also uh, Cillian Murphy, uh, Michelle Yeoh, and Rose Byrne. Is it Killian Murphy? I don't know. It's C-I-L-L-I-A-N. I'm pretty sure that's the guy who played Scarecrow in Batman. Oh, maybe. Is it Killian? Yeah, it's Killian. He's, With a C? Yeah. Okay. That's stupid. Well, fuck him and his name. They're sent Agreed. into space to reignite the dying sun in 2057, but are pulled in by the distress signal from an earlier ship. Oh, I've heard. Okay. It's, I know. It's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never seen it, but yeah. I know. Right. Director Danny Boyle admits films like Alien and Solaris were big inspirations. So while the setup might not win points for creativity, the execution is chilling with the crew falling victim to horrible fates in, in an effort to complete their mission. Excellent effects and production uh, design also make this inherently watchable. So it's okay. a good one. All right. What was that called? Uh, that one is uh, Sunshine. Sunshine. From 2007. Right. I might have to now listen, this out. next one, I fucking like this. I love this movie, and I would fist fight somebody over this <laughs> that fucking like, movie. That was like the most aggressive, like, <laughs> meh ever. I, I fucking like this movie. <laughs> <laughs> this is 2000's Pitch Black. Oh, yeah, dude. We talked about this. Fuck, that was I love the, this That movie. was on our top 10 Alien movies yeah. list as well. I love it's this It's a good one, movie. man. I like it. I it's like just it. so gritty and it's just fun. awesome. Uh, Vin Diesel became a star in his first starring yeah, role, unless you yeah. count voicing the Iron Giant, which he was the voice God, of the Iron did. Giant. Talk about underrated fucking classic movies. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The Iron Giant is amazing. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. So I, I, good. I 100% agree. All right, I'm taking a drink. Have a, have a beer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that was all about. So, of course, he plays the legendary criminal Riddick, whose eyes are modified so he can see in the dark. Unfortunately, that makes them sensitive to light. Bad news when the ship transporting Riddick and other prisoners crashes on a planet with three suns and perpetual daylight. The good news, an eclipse is coming. No. The worst news, during eclipses, creatures called bioraptors come out in force. That's what those things are called? Yeah. I never I knew that. I didn't know that either. I didn't know. <laughs> come out in force and eliminate nearly all life on the planet. Dude, those are cool. I like that movie, man. Yeah, I dude, I, I like love it. that movie. I thought it was awesome. Oh, here oh. we go. This is definitely uh, on Moody's top here. Now, 1997's... Uh, First of all, number three, yeah. Event Horizon. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Nice. Yeah. Absolutely. This movie's amazing. If you haven't seen this one, it's uh, fucking well, oh, so yeah. good. Fuck yeah. While it was a flop upon release. Oh, yeah, it was. It Event was, Horizon yeah. has become a cult hit, widely regarded as one of the best space horror films ever and often referenced in modern culture. Yeah, it's so With good, the existential dude. angst of Solaris and the pure horror of the Aliens franchise. Fran- franchise? French fries? What? French- <laughs> Alien French fries. I like Alien French fries. <laughs> <laughs> the film focuses on a crew who discover a portal to a hellish dimension and begin to be driven mad. A hellish dimension yeah. or hell itself? Oh, who knows? Guess you have to watch it, huh? <laughs> Director Paul W.S. Anderson reveals this other world in well-utilized <laughs> snippets, but we know it's enough to make crew members choose suicide over returning. That's right. Not only does the film instill fear on many different levels, it features an ace cast from Sam Neill oh, yeah. to Lawrence motherfucking Fishburne. I think he was Ooh. still Larry at the time. He might have oh, been yeah, Larry yeah, Fishburne yeah, He probably time. was. Number two. Number two. 1979's Alien motherfucker. Alien. Yes. Very nice. So good. In so many ways, Ridley Scott's claustrophobic uh, thriller set the tone and standard for all space horror that followed. And it kind of did. 
Yeah, a space yeah, crew yeah. answers a distress signal, and one of them brings a foreign object back on the ship. Hmm, what could it be? That fucking asshole. Hmm. <laughs> These elements have been often imitated since, but Alien was one of the first films to do it and to do it flawlessly. They did a great job. The creatures are awesome. The cast led by Sikorny. Sikorny? <laughs> wow, man. Oh, wow. Her name is a Sigourney. The Sigourney Weaver. <laughs> Sigourney. No, Sigourney Weaver, That's Ellen like Ripley. That's shitty comedy version yeah, of her. Her name's Sigourney Weaver. <laughs> is top-notch, and the ratio of tension to EU moments is perfect. I love yeah, that movie, absolutely, movie. hands Great down. Movie. Now, okay, in saying that, in what saying do we that, think number one is? E.T. Okay. E.T. is not a fucking horror movie. I mean, not when you're an adult. Yeah, that is true. When I was a kid, it I fucked hate me that up. Movie, it fucked me up. I think it's. I don't like it. Like when E.T. died or whatever. It Good. was like fuck him. Fucking scary. Okay, did you ever play the? Did you ever play the Atari video game? E.T. Shit. It was fucking impossible. <laughs> fuck E.T. and fuck wherever he came from. So what's your uh, stupid glowing? They finger. actually there's a new thing out that just uh, recently said that E.T. was a Jedi. Yeah, yeah I saw. He's in, he's in Star Wars prequels. He's in the prequels. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It doesn't, doesn't. And even like in the ET movie, like when uh, Yoda was walking by because yes. yeah. he was dressed up as Yoda, he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he recognized yeah. him. Yeah. yeah. Still doesn't. Still That's kind of badass, actually. Still yeah. doesn't beat the Jar Jar Binks Sith theory, but Fuck go on. Jar Jar no, Jar Binks is definitely a Sith Lord. Dude. Yeah. He is the original. Sith. What do you think, Moody? I mean, number one. There's a lot of good space movies out there, like like horror wise, though. Like, I feel like if Alien. Is number two, then mm -hmm. Aliens should be number one. Okay, because it was a superior sequel in my opinion. <sighs> Logan, it definitely was. See, <clears throat> I, I think like Interstellar would be in a phenomenal number one. Consider that a horror. Movie? That's not really a horror movie though. But would you really like Kevin in the Woods? Isn't really a horror movie. It's a mindfuck movie. I mean, it's, it has elements of horror movies. So that like that would be that's way more of a horror movie than Interstellar is. And Interstellar sucked. So. Yeah, oh, I did 100%. Yeah. Don't let Jeff hear you say I know. He that's loves like his favorite movie of all time. <laughs> he loves it so much. I honestly still haven't. I've only seen, I've never watched that movie all the way through, so I can't really give yeah. you a good. Yeah, yeah. Well, guess what? Moody's right anyway. Fuck you, Moody. <laughs> of course I am. It is Aliens from 1986. <laughs> full, full disclosure, I put the list on there, so I know <laughs> yeah, what it is. We all knew that. <laughs> Sometimes the obvious answer is also the right answer. <laughs> the rare sequel that exceeds the original, and the original was pretty fantastic. Aliens set the bar incredibly high for space horror and hasn't really been surpassed since. After making it uh, home in Alien, Ripley chooses to go back into space when alien eggs are found. James Cameron took over the director's chair and it's relentless thrill ride from start to finish. Game the over, man. Game, game over. That was just his birthday just recently. I saw that, yeah. yeah. The rare genre of film, oh, by the way, drink up. The rare genre of film loved by audiences and critics, Weaver even earned a Best Actress Oscar nomination yeah. for the iconic role. Which That's is awesome for awesome. a horror movie. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, especially the, a sci-fi horror movie like yeah, that's crazy. Those are your movies, man. Yay! Hey, those are this week's movies. Yay! All right. So yeah, it's awesome. All right. Whoop. So passengers, listen. We hope you really enjoyed your ride with us. And if you didn't, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I'm just kidding. But not really. No, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not, not really. But we hope you enjoyed our ride on the Wow Signal. And Jokes it's something... on you then, because you listened to the whole thing. So yeah. Well, this is something that it, it's kind of building up into the uh, having Jeff on and talking yeah. about aliens yeah, yeah, and stuff. Yeah, so I wanted uh... to bring this one out. So yeah, all right. Yeah, you know what I mean. Uh... Like you know, you know, you know what I'm saying. You know, yeah. because uh, we we right, definitely right. want to know what everybody thinks. Absolutely, I, I actually like we don't have enough alien talk. We really don't. We need more. We need you guys. We I want to know shitload of freaking Sasquatch talk. Yeah, well, let's go Sasquatch is the shit, dude. Oh yeah, man, furries for life. 
You what? <laughs> Did you say furries is for life? Yes. Yeah, so we really don't talk about aliens a whole lot. You know what I mean? No, like, we don't. There's not enough alien talk. Yeah, That's we, what I'm saying. We always talk about, you know, like we said, the Sasquatches and There's a lot Sasquatch. of like weird, we do we a lot post, of weird shit. We post a lot of like, uh, uh, like yeah, like we, I guess just weird shit. Yeah. Like when you see something like, uh, what was it? The one thing you posted? Ah, what the fuck? The was fucking it? big giant child burial thing. Yeah, Did you see that yeah, one I posted. Yeah, yeah. yeah get what? Your, get yeah. your stickers, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> stickers are coming for Patreon yeah. subscribers. By the nice, way, nice. You got to get your hashtag safe for Moody stickers. No, there was a thing I posted. It was like they found the largest like sacri- like child sacrificial burial site ever. Where was it at? It's in the it's in the forum. Not that's not what I meant. Where was the burial at? You'll just have to go find out. I'm, I'm I'm on Facebook all the time. I'm not telling you. You'll have to go to the forum and find out. What about for those people that aren't on Facebook, Moody? What do they do? You'll have to sign up for Facebook. <laughs> I feel really that. bad for them. And please, go to the forum and please, find out. Please don't do that. Oh, poor guys. Did you guys see about Apple, though? Um, totally, like, screwing Facebook over for their privacy policy? No, no I don't know. Yeah, so, so, so in the new Apple update... Um, on the on the ios that they they make you kind of opt in to having your your information collected per app and all like 90 percent of people have opted out of facebooks yeah, so oh yeah. Use, i did i took all my shit yeah. on facebook so people who use facebook on iphone no longer have their like information being collected which yeah, is like I did, facebook's number one <clears throat> revenue source. i did the same thing i can do that on mine i did the same thing on mine yeah it's totally fucking over mark cuckerberg right now yeah, good fuck that guy i hate that dude he's good a robot. he's a robot he's a fucking asshole anyway like fuck that guy whatever dude listen now moody and i both listen to another podcast we do we listen to several and uh but we listen to did you just cut out I'm not, so do I. Oh. I think it's the gate on his. Like oh. if he's like a little he's bit too far, far away. So do I. Oh my god. <laughs> so <laughs> we uh, turn the gate up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or just mute him. I mean, whatever. That's yeah. That's so we 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 listen to a uh, like a podcast in particular that actually got their Facebook shut down because oh, yeah, of, yeah. because yeah. of that. And then they like tried to like go for months and tried to like talk to them and figure it out and whatever. And then finally they said nope. It goes against our what whatever. podcast is this? Um, should I say it? I mean, yeah, fuck it. It's time suck. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, time did suck. They ever, is, is that Dan they, Cummins? They never got it back on. They never got it. They, they said no. It's being permanently deleted. So they have uh, the sec- they have a, a they have a, a secondary second site. Yeah. yeah, and it's just fucking stupid. Yeah, it's stupid. what did they get deleted for? Just because of some of the content that people were posting on there, and nothing's bad. Nothing is like egregious. No, it's no worse than you find anywhere else on yeah, there. They're not like fucking talking. It's kind of like ours. So yeah. Like people are just talking and posting, posting weird, weird shit, shit. Funny shit. So if we get large enough, we'll probably end up getting shut down too. We will never get shut down. Then. <laughs> yeah. And that's when and not if. Yeah, 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 yeah. You are much more optimistic than me, my friend. <laughs> He's kidding, of course, folks. We don't do it. We don't do it for the fame. We do it because we love it. Yeah, we do it. And we love we love our following, and we love the people that are out there. Yes, genuinely, you guys are fucking awesome. So, listen, next week, you guys know what we're talking about? Oh, no, because you never do. Because I like to make it. I look at the list, but I don't know where you're going half yeah. the time. I'm like, all right, this is next week, and then you're like, we're gonna do this. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, this next week we are gonna be talking about. We're getting back into the world of true crime. Oh, unsolved true oh. crime. And we are talking about the Long Island serial killer. The Long oh, Island serial killer. Yeah. Oh. Uh, gotcha. Often referred to as Lisk or the Gilgo Beach Killer or the Craigslist the what, Ripper. The what now? Was that Lisk or Lisk? The what Lisk. Lisk. Gilgo. Gil- 
Gilgo Gaggins. Gilgo. Gilgo Gilgo. Gilgo So it's an un unidentified suspected serial killer who is believed to have murdered 10 to 16 people over a period of nearly 20 years, mostly oh oh sex wow. workers. Remember the West Mesa yeah, that we talked yeah, about? Yeah. And left their bodies in an area on the south shore of Long Island, New York. So that's okay. what we're going to be talking about next week. So make sure you guys right. join us for that because it is going to be back into true crime and talking about these assholes that fucking kill people. So yeah. Are they all assholes? <laughs> yes. Are they? Yes. Are they? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say definitively yes on that one. So make sure to stop over to our official website, themidnighttrainpodcast.com. At our website, you can buy some super sweet merchandise. Super sweet. Super sweet. Where you can find our fecal fighter shit-eating robot yes. t-shirt, the super popular Don't Be a DeSalvo shirt, and the switchblade-wielding jersey raccoon as well. <laughs> Yes. As the Ed Vane t-shirt that just dropped recently. So fun. And listeners keep asking how they can help keep the steam in our engines. Well, if I ever have money, I'm buying one of those. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if we get enough Patreon, we can buy our own shirts. Well, if you like what you hear from us, consider being a producer of the show by heading over to the Midnight Train Podcast.com and clicking on the Patreon button or at patreon.com forward slash the Midnight Train Podcast. For as little as five bucks a month, you can get all kinds of cool shit like a uh, custom shirt, custom poster, custom sticker, bonus episodes that, you know, yeah, we're going to be dropping we all over the place. We're actually going to be doing a couple here that should be dropping hopefully soon. soon. ASAP, baby. ASAP. 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 So if you're a diehard Midnight Train fan and you're like, fuck, these guys are great. We don't know what's wrong with you. <laughs> you're awesome. That's what's wrong. I mean, you're fucking great. You're too cool for school. That's right. Friend. And you want to be cooler than everybody else. Yeah. You want to help produce this motherfucker. Our Patreon is for you. For those of you that it would is. rather leave a one-time donation, hey, because, you know, you have commitment issues and you're like, you know, I really like these guys. I'm going to throw them a bone too. Yeah, yeah. So if you take the $5 that you would normally spend, you know, uh, every month on the Patreon and just give us $60 at one point, <laughs> that's fine too. <laughs> one lump sum. Yeah. <laughs> one sure. Lump sum. You can do that over at PayPal. <laughs> I need my money and I need it now. <laughs> Just go to uh, PayPal and use the email address, the Midnight Train Podcast at gmail.com. Also, you can easily like, subscribe, and rate us on your favorite podcast platforms. And most importantly, share the Midnight Train to everyone. If you have any pictures of hot Saturn, also send them to the Midnight Train. <laughs> and yes. sexy Saturn. Yes. Yes. Anything, yeah, yeah. I think they're sisters. I'm not sure. Are they? Yeah, maybe. Twins? Yeah. Twins. <laughs> Twins, Basil. Twins. <laughs> I was going to say that. Damn it. <laughs> Drink up. <laughs> so it takes only a couple of minutes. And of course, you know how it is. Word of mouth is how we're going to keep going, Fuck. getting more passengers and, you know, keep bringing you guys weekly episodes. Yeah, man. We can't thank you guys enough for all the love and support we have received. You you have no clue it's how much It's getting better, it, too. Yeah. It's getting better. Getting bigger and bigger. You passengers really do keep this train moving. Thank you all so much for listening, of course, and a very special thank you yeah. to our superhero, Patreon producers. God damn it. Just Look, I'm trying to make sure it's the right one, all right? Do you want me to hit the wrong one? Kind of now. Fine. <laughs> there you go. Is that what you wanted? Is that what you fucking wanted? I didn't say it. He did. <laughs> Thank you to our Patreon producers, Colleen yes. Cox, Shannon Villiando, Mac oh, Doherty, Gina right. Madison, Janet Shirell, Heather Gilmore, Laura Randall, Chad Flint, no. Cheryl Pierce, Chris McLeod, Justin yeah. Kowalczyk, yeah. Rob Webb from the Funbox Podcast, yeah. you crazy motherfucker. Christina Skelton and Jessica Bartolome, you know, because they host the Sister Skelton podcast. <laughs> Please make sure you're checking out the Sister Skelton <laughs> podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. And of course, the 
only reason I do that is because I always call them the Sistas Skelt Skeleton. Yeah. It's just yeah, yeah. yeah it's, whatever. You you fuck it up. All yeah, the time. I do fuck it up all the time. Uh, Maria Gibbs. Okay. Chainsaw. What the fuck? Jigsaw. Craig Spurlock. Rick Resler. Courtney Bachelor. Katie Brabenick, and of course our boy Bill Birch. Woo! If you want your name to be mentioned Woo-hoo. on the show, please consider becoming a Patreon producer. We greatly yeah. appreciate it. All right. So. Yeah. Good show. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Kind of nerdy. All, all, I gotta, right. all I gotta say is, wow, wow. <laughs> and of course, stay safe out there. Yeah. And as always, too. yeah, please. Speaking of staying safe, can I just say that it's been wonderful walking around in stores without a mask on? Holy shit! Oh my god. Yes. I went into. Um, uh, I know that's the opposite of staying safe, but I'm still loving it. I went into um, Home Depot. Yeah. Today. Of course, I have my mask on, and I see everyone walking out without masks. So yeah, I walk up to somebody it. that works there. I'm like, Do I have to wear a mask? She goes, Well. No, we suggest you still do, but you don't have to. I was like, whoosh. <laughs> Threw that thing off. I'm like, I'm vaccinated, bitch. I don't yeah, care. There you go. Yeah. Fuck it. So make sure you guys are staying safe out there, passengers. And as always, choo choo, motherfuckers. Now go home and get your fucking shine box. Your eyes fall in and your hair falls out. Your brain turns into maggot pie. Your liver starts to liquefy. And for the living, all is well as you sink further into hell. And the flames rise up to drag you down into the fire where you will drown. Your skin melts off as you descend. And Satan tears you limb from limb. Your suffering will